Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. That Chiefs defense. How about a pick six to go 99 yards? Hi, everybody. Happy Friday. Welcome into Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale here with Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Hi, guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's see. All I need now is for the Cowboys to shock the Bengals and for Baker to win at the Giants and for Brady to finally beat those Saints in the regular season, and I'll be good to go. How, how would the Cowboys beat the next uh, uh, Tom Brady? That's impossible. But you never know. That's, that's impossible. Cowboys, I still got Micah on my side, right? But that, that he, Micah, what, what defensive player and you can ever say was better than Brady? I, I, my real diamonds are going to beat your fake diamonds. That's all <laughs> I know. I got well, real. They, you I got mean, faux. You got cubic zirconia. Ain't, everybody know about eight faux. <laughs> <laughs> if you had a number, what would yeah. your number be? Huh? What would your number be? I'm not 12, 23, I can't 34? Give it away. I'm, I'm afraid to say it publicly. Oh, you oh, Then somebody might be able to guess my password or something, right? Oh, my God. Well, I just, I, I got it. I got it. I, I don't want to go public well, with I'll that. I'll tell you this. <laughs> you don't want to go public. I don't. Honestly, I've thought a lot about that. I'm predicting that. that. What'd you predict, DJ? All right, you two. You were raring to go this yeah. morning. Let me let you dive into that <laughs> matchup last night. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs rallying back from 10 points down to beat the Chargers 27-24. Mahomes ended the game with 235 passing yards and a pair of touchdowns. Shannon, you have Mahomes winning MVP. Currently, he's tied as the favorite, according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. Was that an MVP performance last night? It was. I think we need to realize that he isn't going to throw for 400 yards every time, every single week. I think what, hap- what has happened is that he's been so great so early, the bar is set ridiculously high. I can honestly say that I'm old enough to remember. I remember Joe Montana winning MVPs, and I'm old enough to remember Montana and Marino and all the great quarterbacks that have gone in on the first ballot of the Hall of Fame and those that will go in, from Peyton Manning to Tom Brady to Drew Brees. And we've never asked in a winning moment, was this an MVP performance? Why? Because he set the bar so high. And, yeah, that, the way you have to do it, sometimes you have to do just enough to win the ball game. And that's what he did. You look at the throws, the two touchdown throws that he made, you tell me Tom Brady can make either one of those plays. Oh, baloney. Oh, stop it. You, you just went total blasphemy right out of the so box. Tom, that first Are t- you hold kidding on, hold me? Hold on, hold on. I'm going to make sure I hear you correctly. Okay. The throw that the first touchdown to McKinnon, he, Tom Brady can yeah, make you, that play. You know why? He would have no, made no, no, it no, the no, right no. way. He no, would have no. made it the conventional I'm asking, way. I'm asking you, you, you don't no, have no, to go no, shortstop no, underarm. No, that's not what okay. I asked. I said those two throws Tom Brady couldn't make, and you said, wait a minute, he can make it. Then you turn around and say because he can make it, well, he would have made it the conventional way. I just asked a simple question. Okay. He could, could, could he have run to the sideline and thrown it behind his back? No. 
the throw that he made, the, the last touchdown that he hit 84 with. His feet are off the ground. He throws the ball 40 yards. The, the irony feet. of what you're saying is right now, Tom Brady rejected 84. He rejected 84 in Tampa. That's Justin Watson out of pin. And he just said, remember, the first game Tom played for Tampa was at New Orleans, and the first ball that he threw to the flank went to 84, to that guy. Right. And it went the other way for a touchdown. Yeah. And, and he and tried him again. And then after a while, he went total doghouse to yeah. Justin Watson okay. and finally dumped Guess by Tampa. What? Some man's trash is another man's trash. That is he's, correct. He's found a home in and, and Kansas You can't City. tell me that Mahomes gets a little quiet pleasure out of the fact I threw that guy a touchdown <laughs> pass and Brady couldn't. No, he threw that. He, he gets pleasure in throwing the guy and he caught it and it, it helped them get right back into the ball game. Skip, I just think the thing is for him is that sometimes quarterbacks have to find ways to win the ball game. He did a great job. He didn't turn the ball over. This game swung on what? A turnover. And I know if Pat Mahomes said something, he says, I know uh, pro football folks is going to give me a really low grade, but I'm going to keep on grinding, keep doing what I do. But Skip, it turned, I mean, the game really turned on what? A turnover. Now, people, or turnover-worthy plays. Would you rather have the turnover or turnover-worthy plays? Because the turnover costs one team the ball game. The, it's just, it's just the Mahomes just find ways to win ball games. He's methodical. That's a very good defense, Skip. That said, the Chargers, they're really good. Now, they didn't get him on the ground like they got uh, last week, like they got Derek Carr on the ground. But this defense is going to get better and better. They got pro, they got pro bowlers at multiple levels, all pro. Khalil Mack is the defensive player of the year. Joey Bosa is relentless. Derwin James, he can make a case that he's the best safety in football. You can. All over the field, he can blitz, he can cover. Agreed. And, and he's a tremendous tackler. He is. So they've got great players at all three, le- at all three levels. By the way, if Derwin James can pick up Kelsey <laughs> and, and just smash him <laughs> and, on. And power know, drive, yeah. slam him. Yeah. Really? Just w- body slam him? WWE all Whoa. over again. But, now, but that takes some grown man strength. That does. But, Skip, look at what Mahomes is doing. He's completing 73 of his passes. He has a little less than 600 yards, seven touchdowns, and no turnovers. And it's just that the bar is so high because we've seen him do things that no other quarterback has done in his first four years of starting is that every time we expect that. It's kind of like this. I mean, and that's what, we, that's what great players do. I mean, it, we never asked this of great. We didn't say, well, Jordan didn't score 50. He, I mean, was that an MVP performance? He only gave us 28. Uh, did, did LeBron, did he do this? That MVP? No. But that just goes to show you, we don't ask that of any other young quarterback. We haven't asked this of any other quarterback in the history, have we, Skip? Because I know a guy won an MVP, won a Super Bowl MVP mm-hmm. with a 140 yard pass and a mm-hmm. touchdown. Mm-hmm. And we didn't ask, was that, was that an MVP worthy performance? Mm-hmm. No, we gave it to him because he made the plays when he needed to make them. Pat Mahomes made every play that he needed to make when he made it. So it was absolutely, mm-hmm. and guess what? He's going to win it too. He's going to mm-hmm. win the MVP. Is he? Yeah. Well, last night didn't get him very close to one. Uh, no turnovers. He got no turnovers, seven touchdowns. Tell me when it's my it's your turn. turn. Thank you very much. Shannon Sharp. Yes. You actually went the correct way on this game when you picked the Chargers. Oh, they your, your Chargers <laughs> actually impressed me hugely last night yes. because they should have won this game by 14, maybe even 21. Yeah. They should have blown the Chiefs off their own field at mm-hmm. Arrowhead on a Thursday night stage because they did everything but that, because they dominated this game. And Time of possession was crazy. It's crazy. It is 34 <laughs> minutes to 26 minutes. Well, they got late in the ball game when they, when they, um, they got the ball back. But at one point, it was like, it was like a 12-minute gap it, in time of possession. Your Chargers ran 74 plays to only 54 mm-hmm. for Mahomes. And even though 
Justin Herbert made the mistake of the night as they're going in for a touchdown that could have been the touchdown, the breakaway touchdown. It goes all the way the other other way way. for another touchdown for Kansas City. And yet, as usual, my issues with Patrick Mahomes are these. Number one, he made two or three spectacular throws. He also made six or eight spectacularly careless, dangerous throws that should have been going the other way. Could we first see Asante Samuel Jr.? Because he had two shots at pick sixes. And let's see the first one. This one's more in the middle of the field. This is after the Chargers have gone up 17-7. to And now you're first and 10 at the 25. And Mahomes just throws it right to – is there any chief in the ballpark there? He throws it right to Asante. Well, he, he was throwing it. He was throwing it to Kelsey, and what you call him fell off. Asante, uh, Sam, you don't see Asante. You don't I, see I don't even see Kelsey in the the shot in the frame. Yeah, and he hits Asante in the worst place possible, right in the hands, <laughs> and he sort of catches it and then doesn't. And he catch really it. has good hand skill. I I got it. I got it. His father, if he'd had good hands in a Super Bowl, <laughs> maybe Tom Brady <laughs> he, have another ring. His father made Pro Bowls. Yeah, that right? was a very okay, good. Player. He was a very good player. I give you that. Speaking of Asante Samuel, then a little bit later in the game, we got all the way down to this is the end of the third quarter. It's second and goal at the one-yard line. And Patrick Mahomes almost goes Justin Herbert because he hits Asante right in the hands for a 103-yard pick six. That's 103. You just got to catch it. You just got to hang on. And, again, the receiver got a hand in and maybe messed it up a little bit. But you have to catch that ball. Then later in the game, uh, one of Tom Brady's old friends, Kyle Van Oy, got in on the act. If we could see the play, the throw to him over the middle, and Kyle Van Oy gets his hands on the ball, and I, I think he should have I think this him. is the one he was trying to go to Kelsey Skip. I think this okay. is the one. All right. Yeah, that yeah. one. Okay. And, and again, there's another one. And he got one hand on it, and I don't expect Kyle Van Oy to be catching interceptions I like either. I do Asante Samuel, but it's interceptable. Right. It is a highly dangerous throw. Yeah, I, it's good, but he was like, oh, I was this close enough, bro. You don't have hands like okay. that. I expect All you right. to pick But that. if he did somehow snatch it, I think he's still running with oh, yeah, it because yeah. there's nobody home Yeah, he's going there. downhill, yeah. Okay, I just showed you three highly potential, highly potential pick sixes that Patrick Mahomes threw. Mm -hmm. And there were two or three other plays that I won't bore you with, but plays in which Patrick felt a little heat in the pocket and just decided, I'm just going to throw it up for grabs. He doesn't throw the ball away. Rarely will he just say, okay, I'll live to play another play. Mm -hmm. He just heaved him up the middle of the field. And I'm thinking three chargers could have caught that ball. And it's lucky that it wound up on the ground. So, Again, was that an MVP performance? Because Brandon Staley had him dead to rights. They're on the run in the first half, and the guy who went for broke last year on fourth down twice in the first half, twice. He learned his He's lesson. He's got fourth and twos twice. One's just inside the 50, but one's deep in the – it's on the opening drive. It's it's deep down where it was down to fourth and two at the – whatever it was. But, but he, he just took the opening field goal. And I'm thinking – I thought it was going to be more of a shootout than it turned into be, right. but but I'm thinking, Brandon, th- this is your shot here. Th- this is where you do go for the throat because one thing that Justin Herbert did very well last night was he went four four on fourth down. So every time they got pushed, come to shove, he he was making a play, right. a late play. He he threw a lot of balls up for grabs too. But right. but here's the thing, Skip. There's a difference if you look at his fourth his four uh, fourth down plays. They absolutely had to that early they in the were. ball game. I think the thing is, is that he kind of learned his lesson and that maybe I went for it a little bit too much. That got him in trouble last year. That cost him well, maybe the I, playoff. Remember, and out here in L.A., 
Okay, that, I got it. But you would think in Patrick Mahomes' house, you would think that Patrick Mahomes is going to hang 35 on you. Yeah. And you would think if you drive it all the way down to the 13-yard line on your opening possession and you got fourth and two, you would think, let's just go for the throw. Let's see if we can get the ball in the end zone and put the pressure back on them. Well, it was another indication of you're driving on their defense just at will. Yes. You're going up and down the field on the defense, and obviously the intercept, the pick six that goes the other way, you're about to score. Well, that's their fault. Skip, how many times did Seven t- tap his head? How many times did he raise his hand? He says, I'm exhausted. Every I, I, I'm, I'm exhausted. Yeah. Get me up out of here. Okay. And guess what? Now he's tired. He half-asses a route. He confuses the quarterback. Am I going to keep going? He falls back, and the guy's in between, and he hits 35 right between the numbers. He did. Just, and that's the backup corner. Yeah. Right? That's Jalen Watson. Right. I think he's a, but he's a, he's a first round, first or second round pick, wasn't he? No, I don't think he was that high, was he? Was he Maybe a seventh round pick. Seventh round, he's seventh seventh round, 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 round yeah. pick. Okay, he's round. out of Washington yeah, State. Yeah. He, he's out of Augusta, Georgia, yeah. and he went to Ventura Junior College and then USC signed him, but he couldn't uh, qualify academically, right. and he went home and worked at Wendy's for a while and then wound up at Washington State and was right. a seventh-round pick. Right. But he's got talent. Yes. He's had enough talent to be signed right. by USC. Yes. But the point was he's the backup. I thought early in the ball game, Skip, they, had, they were leading, and they had a third and two, and Herbert threw the ball behind him on the slant route. Those are he the did. plays, Skip. That when you got Patrick Mahomes and you got them on the run, you got to make stay, those. You got to make that. I, I totally agree. Okay, back to your man, Mahomes boy. So he's taking huge pride in spreading the wealth. Nine receivers caught balls at Arizona when they looked sensational, and last night nine more caught passes, and he targeted ten different receivers. Mm-hmm. But to me it's already clear they are missing Tyreek because you can throw to all these guys. You you can throw all you want to all these guys and you can dink it and dunk it or you can sort of move it here and move it there, but you don't have lightning striking the way you used to. No. Now, Justin Watson got deep, and I I think he fooled whoever was trying to cover him because you thought he can't win. It was was J.C. Jackson. J.C. Jackson. Welcome back. Well, he's been Nick, but, right. but, but but again, maybe he's just sort of cooling out, thinking this this guy can't run right. past me. Even Patrick said on the on the Amazon set after the game, he, he said in the OTAs, I'm I'm thinking, who is this white guy? You know, like yeah. he can he can fly. You know, that's what like, most people think. I, I that's got what it. to be said I, about Cooper Cup, and I he got, got almost two hundred catches. I got it because Justin Watson can do one. He can he, he can, can run. run. Yes. yes. Okay. So the point is, he's spreading the wealth, but. There's only one guy who got the bag who went to Miami, right. but but he is the game breaker, right. difference maker, life changer. Right. It, it's you. You still don't have him. No. And now it felt like last night they could triple cover Kelsey. They could just say, yeah. "Here, let, we, we, let's just take your security blanket yep. as much away." What did What did Kelsey get? Yeah, five for fifty-one, five seven for 51. targets. Okay, it it, it wasn't impactful like usual. No. I mean, he he'll make his couple right. of big catches, but. Listen, when it's he and Tyreek, it's pick your poison, right. man. Because well, you had to skip in all the zero coverage. You're not playing zero coverage with Tyreek. No, you, uh, <laughs> you so, are not. Right, so you put Tyreek and Kelsey on the same side. You're talking about no safeties. Right, right, right. no say er, yeah. everybody's down. And so what happens is, is that Tyreek's going to take two, yeah. not Kelsey and everybody else gets to operate one-on-one. Now, Skip, with no fear. Guys were barely getting out of their back pedal. They're like, you're not, Scanner, you're not finna run by me. You're not finna run by me. Where am I? Where do I need to go? But with with, with Tyreek, 
They're already 12 yards off. And, and, and bailing, by the time we take two steps, yep. yes, it's going to look different, Skip. It's going to look a lot, of, a lot of nickel and dime. Those days of him throwing like well, what we saw uh, that Monday night in 2018 when they went bombs oh. away against the Rams. And it was Lord like – Mercy. <laughs> they hit, uh, uh, Mahomes almost had 500 through I mean, 60. Jared Goff had – He had four plus. Those, I believe those days are over for the Chiefs. It's not going to be big, ex- big explosive plays. Mahomes is going to have to be methodical. Skip, he's going to have to take the check down. He's going to have to take the little five-yard route, the little four-yard route. That third, those 60 and 70-yard plays that we saw with Tyree get in Tampa and we saw for the last four years, that's a thing of the past. Yep. And he's going to have to clean up his act if they're going to go a distance because you can't throw those balls that you threw up for grabs last night. Yes. because He got away with a few. One of these nights or afternoons, somebody's going to catch all of them and you're going to be in big trouble Mm -hmm. because if I'm your chargers and you did, I congratulate you early on. You picked the chargers to Mm -hmm. win the AFC and represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. I thought they looked like the better team last night. Overall, it was one of the weirder night games I've ever watched because Justin Herbert also was spectacularly good and sometimes spectacularly, shockingly careless with the football. Yes. And the one cost him because it got caught in return. But Skip, that's, that's been his M.O. It if has you look been. back last year, he threw four, I think, four pick sixes. I agree. And he took the sack. He took the sack against your Cowboys. He took come, it. And he keeps doing that. He's going to have to find a way to not turn the ball. At least if you turn it over, you can't let them score. You can't let them score on your possessions. Yep. Okay. So Justin Herbert. Started as a rookie 15 times and went six and nine. Not bad. Not bad. Okay. Last year, nine and eight, and he had moments. There were stretches of dominance, but yes. still finished nine and eight, missed the playoffs, obviously, right. both years. So now they had a big win at home over the Raiders. It was very impressive. I still like the Raiders. And yet he lost last night, even though he it felt like he should have won the game. Mm-hmm. So now his overall starting record is 16 and 18. Right. Okay. It's not good enough yet. I see the potential, oh, yeah. but but I need the intangibles to, to connect where you start saying, this guy's cold-blooded killer. I, and I think the thing, Skip, they really miss Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen is a stick mover. Him last now, night. he can, in the red zone, Mike he makes it. stud. Too. Mike, Mike Williams, oh. that's why I put him in front of CD. Lord but Keenan Allen, Skip, he's your stick mover. He also is really, really good in the red zone. And so I'm not so sure that Everett would have even been in there on that play, but I know what they were trying to do. They were trying, they didn't want the Kansas City Chiefs to substitute. Yep. So that's why they're like, no, 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 go, go back. He's yep. dog tired. He he confuses the quarterback. Do I keep running? Do I fall back? And what happened was in the process, he's getting a little pressure. He throws it. And now all of a sudden, once he uh, uh, picks the ball, it's, it's smooth sailing. Mm-hmm. He has to find a way, Skip. It's too many times they've been in that situation, and Herbert has done exactly what he just did. I agree. Yet in the end, on their flight home, they had to feel pretty good about themselves. Mm-hmm. And yet in the end, he got beat up, Justin Herbert, yeah. and I'm not sure what happened. I don't know. It, it yeah. almost – And it looked like a big hit. I it, mean, it wasn't, caught him just right up under that flapjacket. He actually tried to tackle Jalen Watson on the return, uh-huh. on the, the pick six return, and, and got kind of shoved down. And it looked to me like it could have happened on that play because on the play in question right. that everybody focused on, that, that's a clean hit. Yes. He didn't come down full no, body right. he, was on the, he was to the side. Yeah. Come right. look at him. He's to the side. And, and I don't see helmet to ribs. I don't either. Right? I don't either. Okay. So I, it, was it already hurting a little bit? If you see the pick six return when he tries – to tackle it, he made a little bit of an right. effort to try to get him because he was the last man standing, right. obviously, and and yet 
here. Let's see if we could see some of this. He he makes an effort to get him, and then well, it, that might have been but, it. But you see him spin down right. and like hold his chest. That, that might have been. That like might have been a play. Like he pulled something or something yeah. like in his left shoulder right. or something. I I don't know. It's why they tell quarterbacks if you throw one like that, just give it up. Just just, <laughs> just don't even worry. It, about that's it. what that's the way they used to do. Skip. They used to throw picks and run straight to the sideline. Right. Because right. back then you could headhunt the quarterback. Now you can't headhunt the quarterback if he's not trying to make a play on the on the uh, the return guy. So they just say, look. You know, we'd have three guys. Our defense would send three guys at the quarterback because if you, you know, you can get him on the ground, that increases your chance of winning. But you're right. Hey, Skip, the Chargers feel good, but they've got to clean up those mistakes. And when you get a team like Kansas City, when you got them on the run, you got to keep them on the run, Skip. If you convert two of those third downs, when they're what, what they, I think they were up 10 nothing at one point, if you convert two of those third downs and maybe stay on the field, yeah. now all of a sudden you make it a 17 nothing okay. ball game. Okay. Hey, you're down 17 to 7, and we just showed the play, the first one to Asante. It's first and 10 at Kansas City's 25. Right. And if he hangs on, I, I think he's still running yes. with it. What if it's 24 to 7? Yeah. Then what's going to happen? Yeah. Now all of a sudden, you know you 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 completely eliminate the run. Now you know they got to come, and not Khalil Mack, and not Bosa can really can really pin the ears back. I think it's significantly better than Kansas City's defense. Oh, it is. Okay, it's so much better, and the DBs are better. Whew. Okay. Well, congratulations, Shannon. You got a moral victory. But my homeboy found a way. Did he? He found a way, won't he, Skip? Won't he find a way to do it? He found a way to throw it to Asante. Did he catch it? Huh? No, he didn't. Okay, he he didn't get it for Yeah, that's the guy who's on the team playing, going home, thinking, what what happened to me? What what was I thinking? Well, Herbert put a couple of them things up too now. He did. I got it. Both of those kids quarterbacks guys. That'll provide a momentum shift, that's for sure. All right, awesome start to the morning. But, hey, Skip, we got to talk about your Cowboys. Can they shock Joey V and the Bengals in Dallas on Sunday? That and a ton more NFL action still to come this morning right here on Undisputed. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right, Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew. Ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. 
Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. The Sun's second largest stakeholder and vice chairman, John Najafi, calling for majority owner Robert Sarver's resignation in an open letter to team employees yesterday. In part, Najafi wrote, quote, similar conduct by any CEO, executive director, president, teacher, coach, or any other position of leadership would warrant immediate termination. The fact that Robert Sarver, quote, owns the team does not give him a license to treat others differently than any other leader. Shannon, can you see this leading to Sarver stepping down? No, because hell, he's giving, he said he didn't do it. He said he didn't say anything wrong. He didn't agree with the punishment. He didn't agree with any part of what transpired. So hell no, he's not going to step down. I don't see that changing. And plus, Skip, what else can change? Silva's already made a decision. You can't double jeopardy. He can't say, well, you know what? I was wrong. Now, thank God, I think we should put it to a vote. And here's the thing, Skip. When we keep talking about you know, the shield, they got to protect the NBA, the logo, and you got the NBA as the logo, and then the NFL is the shield. The commissioner, Roger Goodell, is the shield. Adam Silver is the logo. They take arrows, for lack of a better word, and bullets, so the owners don't have to. Skip, if we put this thing to a vote, the owners going to look at uh, Adam Silver like, bro, why you put this on us? You could have just made a decision and let you you get beat down so we don't have to. Roger Goodell take them arrows so uh, uh, Mr. Kraft and Jerry Jones and those other owners don't have to. Mm. No, he ain't going nowhere, Skip. Why? And Najafi said what one of the reporters asking. And then uh, uh, Adam Zimmer confirmed what they, they suspected. You have power. For the longest time, we've seen people in authoritative positions get things swept under the rug because what Adam said is different when you own the team. Basically confirming that if you got power, you could pretty much get away and say and do some things that in a normal circumstances you wouldn't be able to do. But, but your power. And that's why so many people feel afraid. Well, I got I to gotta, gotta go along with this because my man owned the team. Or he's the CEO or he's this or he's that. And the job says, no, there's no excuse for that. You can't just use because you're in a power position to use your authority to say and do certain things. He's calling on him to resign. I got a better chance of owning the Sun mm-hmm. than they got of getting Robert Sarver, to, Robert Sarver to resign. I don't see it happening, Skip. I mean, the common, I mean, it should be common sense. I own a professional team. The guys that go out on the, the floor is probably 90% black. I think they had Frank Kamansky last year. Maybe, maybe not. I think they had one white guy on the team, Skip. Yep. So of the 12, 13 players, you had one white guy. So at least 90% of the product is black. When you run an organization like that, you're going to have a lot of staffers. I'm saying, okay, let's just say for the sake of argument, Skip, 40% of them female. Mm. Damn. I wonder what couldn't I say? Hmm. Probably couldn't say something sexist, sexist. Probably mm. couldn't say something misogynistic. Probably couldn't say something racist. I mean, I'm just going down the list of things I probably couldn't say, considering the environment that we're in, and you're in a workplace environment. So he ain't going nowhere, Skip. I mean, it's, it's, it's wishful thinking. Maybe you guys, uh, he's the, uh, uh, Sarvi is the majority, he's the governor, so he owns more, more shares. I think this guy's second. So maybe you go to the other owners and put it to a vote. Maybe you'll have to vote. Maybe y'all have to show some 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 cojones, something that the NBA didn't do. Yep. Put it to a vote and vote his ass out, if that's possible. Yeah. Just to be clear, don't you agree he should be ousted? Yeah. It, it's it's like crystal. It's like clear as broken glass yeah. clear. Yeah. That he's got to go. Yeah. LeBron, eight, LeBron 18, basically tweeted that. Skip, that's an 18. That's not 18 months. That's 18 years. 
If I could, Shannon Sharp, <laughs> I would stand up in the middle of this table right now and applaud John Najafi yeah. for issuing this statement. And I will point out also to you that last November, he partnered with Colin Kaepernick in what's called Mission Advancement yeah. Corporation, emphasizing racial and diversity issues that Mr. Kaepernick has championed on and off the field. Right. He had Colin sit next to him in the front row at a Phoenix game last November, early in the season. Mm -hmm. It's close with him, believes in him, and I believe in both of them. It, it's so ironic, it's painfully ironic that the, the second owner mm -hmm. is the polar opposite of the, the majority owner. <laughs> Correct. Okay? And yet the second in ownership stakes makes it crystal clear, I don't I, want to own, own the, the team. team. No. I don't want to. I'm just trying to tell you, it's time to do the right, right thing. thing. Correct. We've got to get him out of here. And I loved every word that he yeah. wrote because it's potent, it's powerful, and it's dead-on accurate that similar conduct, said Jamna Jaffe, similar conduct by any CEO, executive director, president, teacher, coach, or any other position of leadership would warrant immediate termination. I think we would all yeah. agree with that, right? How many times over the last two or three years, how many CEOs and, and high-ranking people have lost their job for very similar things to what they accused this man of? S similar, but not even in the ballpark right. with this. And Najafi says, I cannot in good judgment sit back and allow our children and future generations of fans to think that this behavior is tolerated because of wealth and privilege. It is, Thank though. you. Yeah. I mean, you're right. <laughs> sad but true. I mean, incredibly sad. But, but it seems like the world has changed enough that the Robert Sarvers aren't surviving anymore. They're not able, just by wealth and privilege, to rise above. Well, well Skip, isn't that kind of what Adam Silver said? It's different when you own the team as opposed to an employee. <laughs> there are certain privileges and, and benefits that you get. He said it. He did. <laughs> so the conclusion of John Najafi is that such lewd, misogynist, and racist conduct cannot be tolerated. And yet, to me, he's a powerful enough man that, to your point, if you rally the other oh, minority yes. owners and then... Now people are starting to speak out, the mayor and city council. If, if you get enough powerful people in right. Phoenix ahead of this, where, where all of a sudden the ball starts rolling, you, you could maybe pressure him to finally step down because I, I think we would all agree he's bad for business oh, at, the, oh, yeah. at the bottom line. Well, somebody I, I was listening to him the other day, Skip, and he was talking about with the Donald Sterling situation is that his wife presented said, like, what was yep. happening is that sponsors had started to pulling, pulling out and he was starting to be bad for business. And it was bad for the NBA. OK. And so now maybe with the owners, like, we're not going to be able to do business with Phoenix. And maybe some of the other sponsors, big time sponsors, say, you know what? Unless he goes, either he goes or we go. But somebody's got to go. You start pulling them dollars. Man, it's, it's amazing what happens, Skip, when they pull them dollars now. And, and that <laughs> could be on the horizon. And yet, when Commissioner Silver issued his statement as to why he was only suspended for one year and fined, what was it, $10, $10 million, million, which is just ridiculous to me. It's, it's, it's ludicrous. It's irrelevant. But Commissioner Silver said, I think what we saw in the case of Donald Sterling, obviously the Clippers owner who was forced right. out, 
was blatant racist conduct directed at a select group of people. Well, what you had there was a smoking gun because you, you had the girlfriend okay. taping it. Right, right. And so you you had it on tape. Right. Well, but he didn't say the N-word, Skip. He, he just asked that, you know, can you not bring them people around? <laughs> can you not take pictures okay. with those people? I, I mean, but Skip, they got him. I mean, we got people that said, he said the N-word. And we got these women said, this is what he did. This is what he said. This is how he behaved. Multiple times. Yes. Not once or twice, five times, according to the law firm that investigated, right. five times confirmed N-words. And I told you the one out of the ESPN story by Baxter Holmes yesterday. I'm going to reiterate it again because th this is a death knell for me. This right. is the one where you just say, game over, you're out. Right. This is just me. I, I'm going to say it again. This is just my personal view of that word. I'm talking about the N-word ending in the hard E-R, mm -hmm. spoken by white people to, to, to just shame black people mm -hmm. and to, to, to make them almost like animals. or mm -hmm. what. Okay, that, that word, yes. That word is the single most evil word in the English language. I wish somehow we could eradicate it from the language, but we can't. And yet he would loosely use it and, and always with the defensive, well, they say it, why can't I right. say it? Wait, no, no, you, you can't. Number one, you can't even use the word ending in A, but, <laughs> but let alone the way you're using it with the ER. Exactly. And he got into it with the guy that we know, Earl, Earl Watson, Holmes. who was- Earl Watson, yes. And, and that flamed out because Earl stood up to him right. and he basically got rid of him. And then Rich Paul stood up to him at one point and he wanted, he was- supposedly representing Earl, which I think was not even happening. And then Sarver wanted Earl to drop Rich Paul. And, and, and Earl saying, you can't demean me like that. You can't relegate me like you can't tell me what I'm, I'm doing. Who, yeah, who am right? I representing? Okay. So this is the one incident. And I'm going to reread it again out of the ESPN story. Sarver once used the N-word when trying to explain to a staffer why he preferred hiring Lindsey Hunter, obviously right. a black coach over Dan Marley as the head coach in 2013. And his quote was, according to ESPN to the staffer, these N-words need an N-word. Okay, he's saying my black players need a black coach to coach them, except he's using the N-word ending in the hard right. E-R. So, it, it, so it, was, it was with aminous. Because yeah, that, it, that was what Commissioner Silver said. He didn't use it with animus. Well, well what is else, that? How else can you use the word, Skip? Yeah, you know what? That's right. <laughs> There's really no way to use it. it I, 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 listen, th this is so over the edge in so many ways. Yes. Let alone the misogyny and, and the lewd behavior that you referred to in detail <laughs> yesterday. I can't even speak of it. It's unspeakable yeah. what he was doing the toxic environment that went on for 18 years, the human resources department that was a joke that nobody could go to and get anything done. Right. All of that adds up to you got to go. Right. If, if nothing else, just because to our conclusion, it's bad for business. It's yes. going to hurt them. Mm -hmm. And it put Chris Paul in an awful position because he said, in, in effect, when he tweeted, he said, this is unacceptable, but he, he only focused upon the misogyny, right. not the racism. Right. Well, it's hard for Chris. He's the point guard of the team playing right. under this man, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay? And I loved what LeBron said, and yet what, what I still believe saved Sarver was that James Jones, this is GM, yeah. he's a black like man, it. very very good at what he does, yeah. he defended him in right. a statement. Well, can, 
can we argue that James has to? It's like it's, yeah. it's your job to defend him. Correct. Right. Yes. And Steve Kerr worked under him as GM and then was a part owner under Sarver. And he defended him. Right. Well, did that save him in the commissioner's eyes? Maybe. Probably. And Skip, maybe neither of these guys have experienced were Earl Watson it's and, possible. and some of the yeah. women and some of the yeah. women that came forward had experience. Yeah, maybe he was on his best behavior yes. or better behavior you, around that. You, you just can't say, well, well, from what and, and I, I think they, they worded it correctly through my experience and what I've dealt with Robert Sarver, Robert Sarver, I didn't see any of this. But they're not making this up. These staffers are not making this up. These women are not making this up. But for him to say, nah, none of that, none of that happened. So we got an 18-year time frame. And so everybody is in that 18-year time frame, everybody is lying. Everybody. So in the end, what I loved about John Najafi was this was internal damnation. Yes. This is coming from the right. inside yes. because he knows what yes. the score is. Yes. He knows. Mm -hmm. And he's saying, we have to get rid of this man. Well, I just hope the ball rolls and rolls you, and rolls. Until, you think it snowballs too big enough that he, he, he leaves? You think he'll leave? You, you know, you're probably right. Maybe I'm just wishful thinking <laughs> on this. But it, it's, it is hard. As the commissioner kept trying to say, he kept looking at the media saying, you, you guys don't understand. It's hard just to say, you're out. You, you can't. He, it's, he, Skip, it's, it's hard for an employee to fire the employer. Yes. Because at the end of the day, he is no, I, I got it. This is very, as he said, this is very complex yeah. what we're dealing with here. But sometimes just the the public relations get so, so ugly that after a while, even Sarver sits back and says, "I, this just doesn't work anymore. And, I got to get out of here. And, but, then, but here's the thing, Skip. And this is one of the reasons I believe that Adam Silver didn't put it to the to the owners. Now you're going to be on record. Oh, y'all, y'all thought this was okay because y'all didn't vote to kick him out. Well, 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 who yeah. voted for and who voted to, for the lead? Because now everybody's gonna start digging out. He gonna, he gonna, he see this is how this is how a powerful man do skip. If you say something about me and you try to come at me, now I got to go use my resources to start digging and try to find something on you to say, see, this is what Skip did mm -hmm. back in 1974. This is what Skip said in 1983. Mm -hmm. He he's that type. Yeah. Don't think he's going, he's not okay. going quietly, Skip. Like Pandora's box could open <laughs> yeah, for Yes, yes. You're probably right. So, uh, commissioner's like, this is the most I could do. My hands were tied. I just, whew, I sure hope this thing go away quickly. I got it. Well, all I can say is way to go, Mr. Uh, Najafi. Najafi. Well, gentlemen, politicians are getting involved now, too. The mayor of Phoenix and several city council members came out with a statement going against Sarver, asking for his resignation. And they have asked the city to launch an investigation into what type of action they might be able to take against him. Mm. We will see how this unfolds. Skip, let's move on to your Cowboys. They're going to be rolling with Cooper Rush this weekend, but they are seven and a half point underdogs against the Bengals. CeeDee Lamb? Not concerned after Dallas dropped their week one game. He told reporters, quote, we have 16 more. Shannon, you first. Who wins on Sunday and what's the score for Skip's Cowboys? I took the Bengals. But I, 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 this is probably of all the picks that I've made in the first two weeks, this is the, probably the one that I'm least I'm least uh, uh, confident. confident in. I have the, the least amount of conviction about. Because, Skip, you told me they changed the entire offensive line except the left tackle. And they actually look worse than what they did last year. 
when they had those when they had those other guys in there. I they, mean, they how, still should have won the game. Yes, they had them dead to rights. They just need to execute two kicks, and it was the backup snapper. Yeah, Go ahead. Skip. You're at home where you could hear the snap count. And you still got sacked seven times. And how many other times did he get hit? Now you're on the road. So your reaction time is a little slower. Now, you see, you, you said that you believe that uh, uh, Michael Parsons is on par, if not a little better than T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt lived in the backfield. He did. So what do you he, think, until Michael? He until he unfortunately got right. hurt. And he was, do, he was living in the – Michael Parsons was living in the backfield against Tristan Worth and Donovan Smith. They don't have anybody on the offensive line that's comparable to the old guys. I used to think Lyle Collins was. <laughs> I don't know, Skip. They, man, they would go. He, T.J. Watt was going around him like he had. He was nailed to the turf. Okay, maybe that's why Jerry <laughs> finally said that's enough. That's it. so. For even though, yeah, five turnovers, a pick six, mm. that'll get you beat on the road. If that'll get you beat anywhere. You turn the ball over that many times, that just goes to show you the Steelers' offense. They need something too. But Skip, look. Here's the thing. Here's the recipe. Michael Parsons should come out of this game defensive player of the week. He should have three and a half sacks, probably about four hits, two tackles for losses, and Cooper Rush turn around and hand the ball off to Zeke 20 times. Zeke, go get him eight, get him 90 to 105 yards, and you'll win this game. Any other way, Joe Burrow going to beat y'all. Jamar Chase going to have a big day. Because you know he like going up against uh, Diggs. You remember what he did to him in, uh, in Alabama the last year he was there? He, he did. Okay. All right. I got you. So your score is? I'm going 27-24 I'm going 27-24 Bengals. I got to tell you, everything you just said was music to my ears because you are fearing my Dallas Cowboys. You're fearing what they might do to Joe Burrow's offensive line yes. and leading to what they might do to Joe Burrow, yes. who got sacked far more than anybody got sacked last year in the regular season and in the playoffs. And that young man, he, you don't talk about mentally and physically tough. He yeah. stood up to it and yeah. got a team all the way to the Super Bowl, and they hung in and had a chance late to win the Super Bowl. Yep. I believe in Joe Burrow. I obviously believe in Joe Burrow more than I do Cooper Rush. But I do not think Cooper Rush will embarrass me. I've told you that. I'm going to stand by it. I think he will play about as well as he can play. Right. And that's not Dak well, but it's pretty well. It was good enough last year on Halloween night on the solo NFL stage in Minneapolis against the Minnesota Vikings featuring your man, Kirk Cousins, the guy you think is going to make it all the way to the NFC Championship game this year. Yep. And Cooper Rush flat out outplayed him by throwing for 3-2-5. 112 of those yards went to C.D. Lamb. Obviously, Amari played a big part in that, and Amari is no longer there. Cedric Wilson played a role in it yeah, because he had one 75-yard breakaway touchdown, and he's not there. But Cooper Rush is not afraid. Cooper Rush will, as they say in the Cowboy locker room, he will sling it. And he slings it fearlessly, but with fearless poise. He, he doesn't unravel. He doesn't come apart. He's been in that system for six years. He's played, it seems like, every preseason game because Dak never plays. Right. And so he gets lots of reps, yes. albeit with backups. But he's had a lot of NFL reps. Mm -hmm. uh, you can argue against backups. I got it. But, but at least he's been in the system and he knows it yep. cold. And nothing's going to throw him. It's one of those things where when you put Ben DiNucci in a couple of years back, mm -hmm. it, it's all new to him. It's yeah. going too fast. The moment it, was too big for it's Ben. It's just too big because he got thrown into the fire at Philadelphia. Yeah. Well, what do you think is going to happen? Bad stuff is going to happen. Right. He's going to get embarrassed. And then 
Garrett Gilbert, you know, he's bounced around and he did okay. Remember, he played against Pittsburgh at yeah. home as they moved to 12 and 0, and he made a couple of throws, but but he doesn't command this offense the way Cooper Rush does. Correct. So to me, your score of 27 24, I, I like it, and, and I'm impressed that you're impressed enough with my defense to think my defense can hang in this game against Joe Burrow. I love Joe Burrow. I think he's the next Tom Brady. He's not going to be Tom Brady, but he's the closest thing to Tom Brady of the younger quarterbacks. And after I watched that game last night, I will still take Joe Burrow over Patrick Mahomes right here, right now, and Joe Burrow over Justin Herbert right here, right now. I'm talking about intangibles. <laughs> I'm talking about accuracy, touch, feel, readability. He, he's just He's got the Brady intangibles operating. And yet, to your point, he does try to hang on and hang on and make the home run throw because he got a little spoiled at LSU with Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson and every who Terrence Marshall like it like what else do you Clyde Edwards Alaire yeah, what else do you need right <laughs> the best offensive line in college football that it, year it, it was but but he had the greatest college football year anybody's ever had and and it came so easily for him it, it's not that he has Mahomes' arm but he has an above average yeah. arm. And, and he loves to throw the deep ball, and he throws a sweet deep ball. Yes. And like I said, I, I still haven't recovered from the national semifinal that year against my Oklahoma Sooners, stinking Lincoln Riley, you- who, who never coached a lick of defense in his <laughs> life. It's all offense. And it, 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 I watched Joe Burrow throw for 693. Think about that. 693. Yeah, and, 600 total, yeah. 693 total yards. Yeah. Well, he, didn't he throw for six? No, he, he threw for over 400 of them. That's what it was. I, yeah, <laughs> but, but it was – Seven touchdown passes to no interceptions. He even ran for a touchdown because he he has some yeah. mobility to him. Okay, that guy thinks he can get away with just about anything. And it it bit him early at Pittsburgh, but he was coming up off the appendicitis, right. so he had played nothing in camp. He right. just had and he looked like a guy who was coming off an yeah, appendicitis. He had very little practice. Okay. Because as soon as he got there, he had the appendicitis, and so he was All out. Right. But I love what you say. It's the first time ever. I completely agree with your prediction. I'm not going to pick Dallas. I'm not going to jinx Dallas. But but seriously, I picked the Bengals to once again represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. Well, how am I going to pick Cooper Rush over a team that I think is going to the Super Bowl? I think this team is better than those two teams we saw last night, and you don't. But I do. But here's the thing, though, Skip. I think in your in your prognostication of picking the Bengals, you thought because they had re- revamped the offensive line, I did. they were going to I be did. a lot better well, than what they showed you on Sunday. Let's see if it comes together. I don't know. They weren't. Listen, Pittsburgh on defense is serious business. Yes, yes. Seriously. Yes. Because Mike Tomlin coaches it, and that, that's his forte, and that's their forte. Right. That's where they're strong. Obviously, you got Trubisky on offense. He's, he's not good enough. That kid is going. Kenny Pickett's going to be yeah. in there sooner than later. But I mean, let me. The question is, okay, if Micah is your your uh, T.J. Watt, who's your Cam Hayward? Because Cam Hayward oh, collapsed inside. So did. now, do you He's have somebody? Got to be D. Law, right? And they've been moving him to to tackle right. a good bit. High Smith had an unbelievable game. That, that's Skip. Your defense really needs. This is where you tell your defense, hey, we need you to get some turnovers. We need to give you. We need you to give us short fields. So Cooper Rush doesn't have to drive the ball 75 and 80 yards to produce points. We need a couple of 40-yard fields. We need a couple of 50-yard fields. And if you could, get a scoop and score or a pick six would greatly, greatly help our confidence on the offensive side of the football. Okay, I agree. My man J. Ron Curse, they gave him some money in the Mm offseason, is going to be out Out. with a knee. Malik Hooker is a pretty good backup, and they're still dominant. Wasn't he a first-round pick at one point? Yes, he was out of the Ohio State. So you've got pretty good depth at that position. 
I love my defense, but I told you going in, my team will go as far as the defense carries it. Right. Well, it's going to have to carry it against Joe Burrow and company because those three receivers they have, they're they're really good. Boy, that's about Higgins. as good yeah. a trio as it gets. Yes. Right. Yes. And and I love the running backs because I love Joe Mixon when he was at Oklahoma. Right. I think they got Hayden Hurst at tight end now because yeah, they left they uh, lost Uzama. Mm-hmm. He went to the Jets. They, the Bengals offense, if they can protect Joe Burrow, but that's a part of being that's a part of playing offense, Skip. You got to protect the quarterback. And, and how about this here? Stop using all that scat protection. Sometimes instead of trying to get five men out, you better keep six men in because your quarterback keeps getting hit. Joe Burrow is not going to last 10 years, no, Skip. But you can't get, get, okay. keep getting sacked 70 but, times. But I think Joe Burrow signs off on that because he loves that. Let's get five out. I'll find somebody, okay. right? I'll get rid of it. I, 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 he finds himself picking I himself know. up off I, the hey, turf. I agree. Now, you brought him up. My man number 21, Ezekiel Elliott. Mm-hmm. Eat, Zeke, eat. Yeah. This has to be a Zeke game because – I, I hark back to he didn't do it on the opening night, Thursday night at Tampa last year, but the next four games he went for 71 yards, 95 yards, 143, and 110. That was vintage Zeke for yeah. four straight weeks, vintage yeah. Zeke. He averaged 105 a game for those next four games. He was fresh. He hadn't hit the wall, and he had not, according to them, and I'll go with what they, they say or claim, he sprained his PCL in the – Sixth game of the year, and he was never the same. And right. fell completely off to 59 yards a game, which was his, once again, right. career low. And, but here's the thing. Look at all those games, Skip. The game was nip and tuck. They were right there. The Cowboys had, even had the lead. They weren't behind. Okay, you fall it, behind, it takes Zeke out of the game. Because they want to throw it by nature, Skip. They want to throw the football. Devin White said, we knew they would not commit to the run. So even though they were getting five, six yards a clip, they're not going, no, nah, we want to throw the ball. We want to do the quick game. So now they take the quick game away, and you're still trying to throw a quick game, and you should be running the football because they're geared up to stop your quick passing game because they thought that's what you were going to do again because you had success. Skip Bayless came out here, that's the best my quarterback looked since he's been in Dallas, 403 against the defending Super Bowl champs. They bought that too. They like we gonna come out with the same game plan. Okay, but in the end, we lost. <laughs> exactly. Right? Okay. Because you should have been running. Okay, and I'm going to use my stat once more again. Dak Prescott last year was 12-0 when they ran for 100-plus yards. Think about that. 12-0, he was 0-5 when they didn't run for 100. Only one time last year, only once, a quarterback won without 100 yards rushing, Cooper Rush at Minnesota. You know what? I'm kind of hoping. I'm kind of hoping by the time Dak get back, y'all or Cooper Rush 4-0. I want a little controversy. I love controversy. You like controversy too, right? Apparently, Jerry does too. The <laughs> ringmaster for my P.T. Barnum Dallas Cowboys. He already brought it up yes, on Sunday night. He brought it up. He, he broached the subject. He said, you know, I'm not saying this is going to happen. I'm paraphrasing how Jerry did it. But w- wouldn't you love to see a scenario? Careful what you wish for, Jerry. That, that, that was like 2016 when we kept waiting for Tony to come back, Tony Romo to come back. No, and then he finally came back, and we're saying, wait a second. No, no, no. Skip, Jerry was waiting for Tony Romo to come back. Everybody else, Jason moved, Garrett, Stephen Jones, had already moved on. They moved they on. Moved on. Remember, remember that fateful game at Pittsburgh? You right. and I were up in New York at a UFC event, remember? Yes. And we did mm-hmm. a show from New York. Yep. On Friday and on Sunday, they went to Pittsburgh, and they won the football. It shocked me yes. because Zeke got loose a couple on a screen pass, remember? Right. Mm-hmm. Dak was great. And in the locker room after the game, Tony Romo went up to Stephen Jones and said, hey, 
that was special. Right. And that guy should be the quarterback going forward. And on Tuesday, Tony announced basically his retirement. He, he just said, I give it up. This is Dak Prescott's yeah. team. Yeah. Right? Okay. I think he made out okay. Well, I think he did. <laughs> and he is really good at his second career. I think you made hey, out okay. He, he, in my eyes, he's better at his second career than he was at his first you, career. You could be older, some skill, yeah. man. Okay. It's, it's about them, uh, them cowboy quarterbacks that talking football. Yeah. Daddy Don. Oh, hey. Troy. Oh, and now Troy's sitting in Danny Don's seat. Yeah. Way to go. <laughs> All right. So, in the end, I'll go with your pick. For once in my life, I think Bengals I, I, 27 to 24. Okay. And if so, maybe it's another moral victory for my Dallas Cowboys. No. I don't. No, it ain't no more. Oh, and two? I think you're a little afraid of what might happen. Yeah. I, I hear it in your I, voice. I'm, I'm afraid of that. your defense, Micah. Well, yep. Micah can wreck shot by himself. He can. <laughs> Oh Ironic, God. gentlemen. You two won agree on something. And that 27-24 prediction, that was the Chiefs-Chargers score from last night. Fox Bet, by the way, has this game at seven and a half points. Oh, no. Oh, All no, right. Lisa. Let's talk about my Saints when we come back. Is Tom Brady due for a big win against the black and gold? That's coming up Little next. Bit. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. And I won't back down. Tom Brady is 0-4 against my Saints in the regular season as a Buccaneer. Now, the good news for Tampa Bay, this time around, they find themselves as two-and-a-half-point favorites over the Saints on Sunday. Shannon, prediction time. Does Brady get his first regular season win against the Saints Sunday? I believe they do, but I don't believe they'll do it in the vintage Brady-type fashion skill where he throws for four touchdowns. He has 300-plus yards throwing the football. I think the, the Saints' defense is really, really good. I think Tampa's defense is good, and I think Tampa's defense is slightly, I will give it a nod, over the Saints' offense. And so I think that's going to be the determining factor in this ball ballgame. Um, I, I, I don't believe the Bucks' defense is like what they were when they won the Super Bowl, skip that last, six, last five or six games, and what they were in going into the playoffs. Because JPP and Shaq Barrett and Dominican Sue, 
they could just really get after the quarterback. And you didn't really have to sacrifice the back end. I don't believe they can rush the passer quite like that anymore. And Dominican Sue is no longer there. But I still believe that they'll be able to get after Jameis. He's been out. I don't know how much he's going to practice this week. He went to the medical tent with that back issue. How much would that be a, a determining factor uh, um, in, in this ball game? Now, Donovan, Donovan Smith, he could possibly be out, Skip. How much can he – how much – what's his pain tolerance? Hyperextended elbow. Yeah, it's kind of mm-hmm. hard, Skip. I mean, you're a left tackle. You got to run block, which you got to lock out. You got to pass block, which you got to do this all the time. So I, I don't know if he's going to play. Now, that, that might be something they could take advantage of because the Cowboys sure did until the uh, Leonard Fournette chipped uh, uh, Michael Parson to slow him down, and then they put him on the other side against Tristan Worth, which is not a, a more – that's a, a more favorable matchup for the uh, Bucks. But <clears throat> that front four, that front seven for the Saints, they can get after Tom. That's the, they can get after him. I saw all these guys on the injury report. I believe the lion's share of those guys, 85 90% of those guys are going to play, even though Tampa damn near – Tampa got some New England in them. They put everybody on the injury report. Guy had grass stains on his pants. Grass stains. Missed Wednesday's practice. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Tom. I think Tom finally gets a first since he's been in Tampa gets his first regular season uh, 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 win over the Saints in a close close game. Mm. Dennis Allen has Tom Brady's number and has had all the way since Tom became a Buccaneer or a Suckaneer as it was when he first joined them during the pandemic. <sighs> I fear for Tom in this game because they will get after him. I just have a gut feeling Donovan Smith will not be able to go. Mm-hmm. I could just tell by his body language the other night. He, he would ju- you could just see he didn't like it. Yeah. And, and I don't think he's going to like the idea of having to suck it up and go out there and play. He's not built like that. He's had some issues before, even during the pandemic. It was iffy whether he was even going to play that year. Right. So I'm not sure he will suck it up, and I'm not condemning him or criticizing for that. I just think that's the way he's built. He'll say, I, I, I'll go out when I'm healthy, but I'm not healthy right, right now. So it's Josh Wells, a backup who's bounced around, been with them for a while. Mm. And, and again, it, it's a liability, yeah. especially considering you have a rookie left guard and a second-year center. Second second center. Second center who'd never played center right. one snap until he did at Dallas. And I guess they held up okay in the interior. Right but not on the edges. Right. And Tristan Wirfs is fighting some ab pull that's, right. that's bothering him. I don't think he's right. And now speaking of having a number, a, a big number of Tom's receivers are iffy for this game. I, to your point, I don't know if they're going to play or not, but it does not sound good because Mike Evans mispracticed yesterday with a calf pull. Well, Skip, remember I was saying, well, hold on. I remember because there was a large part of the game in which Mike Evans wasn't in the game. Agreed. I'm like, with well, damn, if – what happened? I mean, what's going on? Then he came back and he caught the touchdown. He did. And so I was like, okay, everything was well. But I think he's okay. going to play. I think the only guy I might miss Skip is Godwin. Well, Godwin's done. I mean, he's out for yeah. a good so I, I, like, yeah. like He's, he's going to be out for maybe a month or so right. with the hamstring. I guess he pulled maybe even tore his hamstring. Right. Okay. So Julio, as you always predict, He's missed practice all week with a knee. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know what it means. Is, is he going to miss part of the game? Mm-hmm. Is he going to be full speed? I don't know. Russell Gage missed practice with a hamstring pull. I, I don't know what that means. Right. Is he going to suck it up and play? I don't know. All of a sudden, I'm looking at Brashard Perriman. 
He, he was limited on a knee. Well, is that a Belichickian move to put him on the injury <laughs> report? But, but Brady doesn't have a great connection with him because he threw him three balls at Dallas and he caught none of them. Well, he caught the one that mattered against Buffalo. Did That's he? all you care about. He turned it up. And, <laughs> you don't talk about turn up and turn out. He turned out. So the, the point is they're pretty battered at receiver, yeah. and Fournette hasn't practiced with a hamstring pull. Right. So, I it, look – if if all these guys don't play, all right. Well, you're in trouble then. If, all, if all those guys don't play, all right. And the weirdest move on the final cut day was they cut Tyler Johnson, who's made a lot of big catches for them yeah. and is now a Houston Texan. Right. So you can't go back to Tyler Johnson right. because he'd be a nice upgrade over if if you don't have any, right. a lot of these guys. So it's going to be Jalen Darden or my little favorite player, little Scotty Miller, right. who's been a no-show. I don't know. But but Tom enjoys throwing deep balls to him. Right. I, I think you're going to see a siding of little Scotty Miller. Well, if Leonard Fournette can go, Skip, the Saints gave up over 200 yards they rushing did. to Atlanta. They gave up 120 to uh, 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 Patterson who's a wide receiver who transitioned to running back, and Mariota has 72. Now, Tom Brady's not going to run for 72 yards. He's not Mariota. But you see that they gave up success. They gave up some uh, uh, rush yards because normally what the Saints do, they're trying to get after your quarterback. They say, we're going to get after your quarterback. Now, it's a lot easier to get to get uh, uh, get Tom Brady on the ground as opposed to Mariota because Mariota gets through a crack. The one thing he can do, he can still do, is run. Yep. And we saw that by, with those 72 yards. So it's going to be very, very interesting because they know Tom is stationary. It's like Tom is going to be where he's supposed to be. We don't really have to worry about him jumping through the window and escaping us. Mm. So let's just – so normally when you get after the quarterback, you give up some lanes for the run, Skip. And you, you do. Know, you know Tampa, they love to run draws. They run screen. They screen you to death. They That's will. something Tom Brady's been great at his whole career yeah. is running the screen. Okay. Last scene against the Saints. It was Tom Brady in Tampa losing 9 to nothing in a regular season game, the second one in which they had lost Chris Godwin and – Brady just about lost his mind and ran all the way to the yeah. sideline, the Saints sideline, and screamed profanity at Dennis Allen, it's your fault. Yeah. Right? They go mm, bleep yeah. yourself. Yes, correct. <laughs> I have to believe this is going to be a very low-scoring game because that was nine to nothing. Yeah. It looks like Brady's not going to have enough firepower to do a whole lot of damage to a New Orleans defense that is very good. But, Skip, ain't no way all those guys – ain't no way. I mean, you you well, have a know. hard time feeling the team. If all those receivers – if, if, if uh, Godwin – you say Godwin is out, possible Russell Gage, mm -hmm. Mike Evans, Julio, what well, damn, yeah. who are you going to throw the ball to? I don't know. Perriman, Jalen Darden, Scotty Miller. If it's come down to that, it's going to be hard to put any points up. No, they better. And, and remember, I told you that part – of why Tom Brady came back to play this year, and he said, I have unfinished business. It wasn't just playoff Super Bowl business. It was he's lost all four regular season games to this team, their arch rival within the division. He did beat Drew Brees in his final game at New Orleans in a playoff game, but as you correctly point out, that was a defensive gym because yeah. the defense just took Drew Brees all apart. Yeah, man. They, they, they forced him to retire. Yep. Okay. Tom was okay, but he wasn't sensational. Right. And if you go in with limited weapons, you ain't throwing no Mardi Gras-style party down in New Orleans, no. right? Well, and without those receivers and possible Donovan Smith, it could get real ugly in the dome because you know that building's going to be rocking. Okay. That's their first home game. It's going to be really, really loud. Really, really loud. And I thought it looked like New Orleans was on the ropes at Atlanta. I was watching the game with, they like, were, one eye. They were and, down 16. Ooh. And, and they roared back, and they snatched it. Yeah. And 
So they are 1-0 feeling very good about themselves, and there's nobody on their schedule they'd rather beat than Thomas Edward Patrick Brady. Well, we should have known Atlanta was going to blow this lead. If you blow a 28-3 lead, you damn sure go blow a 16-point lead. Well, the, the <laughs> principles are all gone from that game. But, it is. But still, the, if the, the, the hangover is still there. It's yeah. still there. So in the end, the one man in sports I don't bet against is Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. So I'm going to say that he finally breaks through against New Orleans, but I got it real low scoring. I got it 13 to 10 Brady I over Jameis. I went 17-14. Okay. Well, it's we're in the, we're in <laughs> we're the ballpark. Yeah, yeah. But but again, uh, I'm being honest about this. I will not at all be surprised if it goes the other way. Right. Because somehow Dennis Allen, it, it's like Rex Ryan back in the day with the Jets. Rex knew how to. Maybe not stop Tom, but to, to really make it hard on him. Mm-hmm. He did. They made it hard on Tom Brady. And Dennis Allen's got the magic formula. And in this game, turnovers, you pay double. So yes, you, turn you, the ball, you turn the ball over here, you boy, you asking for it. And Tom has turned it over way too much against the Saints, mm-hmm. as in pick six too much. Get him again. Yep. Uh, guys, love it. on the offensive side of things, Jameis says he is ready to rock it. This season is about unfinished business. He actually admitted on a podcast that he regrets. He thinks about not being able to take the Bucks to the Super Bowl. It's going to be a good one on Sunday. All right, let's talk a little NBA when we come back because Kyrie Irving certainly had social media all oh, abuzz nice. last night. We'll give you a latest when we come back. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. An Instagram story from Kyrie Irving got people talking on social media yesterday. Kyrie posted a 2002 video of Alex Jones warning people of the new world order. Shannon, what is going on with Kyrie? Kyrie out of his damn mind. Hmm. Kyrie loves everybody to think that he's such a deep thinker, that he's so philosophical, that he's he's gone out and he's found himself and he's so in touch. He's posting a clip that's 20 years old from a dude that's on trial right as we speak, saying Sandy Hook, in which, what, 20 kids and teachers lost their lives. He said they're, and they're, the, 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 the parents are paid actors. That's what he's posting. And he thinks like, oh, man, I, y- y'all don't know. Y'all pawns. Y'all pawns in this. Y'all have no idea. I'm Kyrie. I meditate. I sage. And I go to places in my mind and my, I'm in touch with myself. Y'all have no idea what you, what, y'all don't have any idea what's going on or what they're trying to do to us. I look at Kyrie as a basketball player. That's it. Nothing else he says matters to me. You want to talk basketball? I'm all for it. He's phenomenal. Now, Skip, can you please give LeBron a lot more credit than what you gave him for dealing with this man for three years and winning a championship and getting the three NBA finals? Can you give him a little bit more credit? I will. I'll, I'll agree Think with that. Think about that. Yep. This ma- well, this Kyrie hadn't come to light in those days with LeBron. I, I didn't know this is what he's made of. I didn't know this is what he's about, right? <laughs> I mean, can you imagine having to deal with something like dealing with Kyrie on a day-to-day basis, 
the mood swings, the, 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 well, you know, everybody don't have good, bro, you're in a work environment. You, you, you can't, you can't behave in the manner in which you behave. And so it's, I, I get it. I, I get it, Skip. Everybody have different personalities. But when you start, when you start tweeting and retweeting and quoting some bull jive from Alex Jones, I'm done. I'm out. But I've been out on Kyrie when it comes to anything other than basketball. He wants to talk basketball and how he made a shot or what they tried to do to stop him from getting to his spot and he was able to get that. I'm all ears. Mm. But when it comes to anything, anything outside of the game of basketball, I got nothing for Kyrie. Mm. So maybe I'm wasting my time and my brain cells, but I actually sit at night occasionally and try to figure Kyrie out. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just a fool's errand. <laughs> But I hark back to Kyrie's recent appearance on The Shop. Yeah. And how curious it was that it's LeBron's show and LeBron didn't show right. for his show when Kyrie was on. Mm-hmm. I still don't get that. I don't know what I, I don't know which side it came from, but one side or the other had to say, no, I don't want to be there with him. Mm-hmm. But I thought Kyrie wanted to rejoin LeBron, reunite with him, right? And you would think if if you got Kyrie as a guest on your show, LeBron, who who I, I was under the impression wanted Kyrie to rejoin him in yeah. L.A., that wouldn't he want to be there? Maybe there was a scheduling conflict or mm-hmm. whatever. I don't know. But it was curious to me. But on that show, I'm going to repeat what Kyrie suddenly blurted out. I've done some quirky SH in public and some quirky SH behind the scenes, and I've dealt with the vilification of that. I often didn't spend time with people. So he's he's playing right into his image or lack thereof on the shop. He's saying, yeah, I'm, I'm quirky. I do some pretty weird stuff. And yet it, it came across to me when I watched the clip like he's proud of that. Mm-hmm. He, he's proud of that image, that reputation. Yeah. And, and he likes to play to the crowd that doesn't like it because he gets a kick out of it. So <clears throat> when he reposts Alex Jones from 2002 talking about the New World Order, warning people the New World Order is going to take over the world and, and the, the rest of it was that it's going to be a cashless society, total and complete tyranny, centralizing and socializing health care. The state becomes God basically when it, when it comes to your health and by releasing diseases and viruses and plagues upon us, we basically get shoved into their system where human beings are absolutely worthless. That's the conspiracy theory espoused back in 2002 by America's most notorious and outrageous conspiracy theorist. Yeah, he's a known. Like, that's what he's yeah, known for. That's what he's known for. And you and you retweeting that. You're, it, you're retweeting that. Why? What, what is what message are you sending? Is it just too quiet right now? Do you want some attention? Do you, you, you know, he's a smart young man. He, he, he knows exactly what, what this is going to trigger on social media, mm-hmm. and he seems to love it. So I don't know if, if he was just trying to create some buzz uh-huh. by doing this because he, he sits back and chuckles to himself. Watch what they say about this one, right? So that's, that's, what, they, that's what they're creating. So I just want to know, Kyrie, they read the Bible, he all philosophical and all. Well, who's creating those plagues and, and the famine? In the biblical times, who released those? Was that man? Did they create that? Huh? Mm. Oh, I love how okay. people people pick and choose what they want to believe. Don't okay. they, Skip? You see, he pick and choose. Well, I believe that's what I believe. I okay. believe man is doing that. 
Okay, well, did he release the or retweet or what repost? I guess repost. Repost the, the old 2002 video to defend his I won't get vaccinated Skip, stance? We, Skip, we, we don't move past that. Okay. We move past that. You didn't want to get the vaccine for whatever reason. Okay, that's you, Kyrie. Fine. You didn't want to get it. Nobody's ever talking about that now. What does that vaccine got to do with, with this man talking about Sandy Hook? People, people can't even grieve properly because you said it didn't even happen. And they're paid actors. So people lost their family. And you, you reposting something that this, this joker said. He getting sued right now, Kyrie. Mm. And he's losing. He lose bad. He's exposed. I mean, this, man, come on, Kyrie. You, Kyrie got to be better than this. Or is he? I don't know. It, it just gives me pause when I think forward that, that he opted in because he really didn't have any other yeah, choice. Yeah, go. <laughs> 36.7 million. Finally, Kevin Durant, who was on the outs with Kyrie because Kyrie betrayed him last year in Kevin's eyes, wouldn't get vaccinated, wasn't there for the team, didn't make the sacrifice that everybody else right. made for the sake of the team. And Kevin wanted out from under Kyrie. That was what triggered the first trade demand. And then either Joe Side just said, I'm sorry, I won't, because you've got four more years left on your contract, or he reasoned with Kevin let's at least try to run this back one more time because on paper, we're still pretty to very good. Yeah. And I believe he convinced Kevin, let's try this again. Well, now he's going again. Now, now this, this is exactly what you, if you're Kevin, you're like, are we you get, kidding we, me? So we had, you had an opportunity to do this in June, July, August. Yep. Now we get ready well, to go no, to camp. We're, we're getting ready. It is what and you now do. you're going to do it again. You're going to stir it up, right? And KD said, see, now y'all see why I wanted out. Yeah, that's why he wanted out from under him, who used to be his best friend in the world. And I still believe that he believes him as a basketball player, but yeah. are you going to get 100% basketball player? Are you going to start getting this again? Am I going to get total commitment? Show me how – if you tell me the goal, I'm going to tell you how much you need to sacrifice in order to achieve it. It's as simple as that. The greater the goal, the greater the sacrifice must be. So if you think you can do that, you can do what, what Kyrie doing, you're going to get that. No, nah, it ain't going to happen. Anybody, anybody that's ever accomplished anything, book, I think it was Booker, uh, Booker T. Washington says, you tell me, you talk about the goal, don't tell me about the accomplishment. Tell me what you overcame to reach said accomplishment. Yep. Agreed. Love it. And Kyrie ain't going to, and Kyrie ain't willing to sacrifice. Kyrie just want to be Kyrie. Oh, he wants to be this deep thinker. Got people thinking that, you know, he should be teaching at Harvard. <laughs> Man, he just gets on my nerves. He just annoys me. Yeah, I hear you. My biggest annoyance caused by him was that he no longer prioritizes basketball yeah. as the goal right. in his life. Well, if that's what he wants, Skip, if that's what he wants to do, don't don't be wasting KDs. Don't be wasting taking these people money. Go do something. Set up something where you can do all these conspiracy theories. Get you a podcast. Get your mm -hmm. own thing and do your own thing. Do it. Be you. Bro, I'm trying. We're trying to, I mean, I like to think that most players want to win or try to win a championship. I know KD's trying to win a championship. And this man wasting, wasting KD's time with some bull jive. He is. Man, I'm I, starting not to love their chances. <laughs> but I just feel, you know, I, I just feel, I just feel bad. I just like, like the great players when I know, and I know how much you have to sacrifice to be great in order to win and to do things the right way. And when you get jokers like him, that's not willing to sacrifice. All he wants to do is just put out some bull jive and KD's working his butt off, putting all that time in. 
it's just it's just frustrating. It's just frustrating because I, I you know, I'm not as great as players say LeBron or any of those, but I know the sacrifice that you got to make. And the greater the player, the greater the sacrifices. And we see what what one of the the ultimate great player in the NFL. We see what he's willing to sacrifice and what it's costing him. Yep, that is correct. I used to think that there was only one man in the National Basketball Association capable of dealing with Kyrie, coexisting with Kyrie, and that's your man, LeBron James. I'm starting to have my doubts even about that because a year ago, LeBron thought he could figure out Russ, and he couldn't figure out Russ because he's (laughs) unfigure-outable. I think he is also. And even though you said our one shot is to go get Kyrie because he would give us a shot, he would obviously give you a chance to win a championship. He's that talented. Yeah, I guess LeBron, the way LeBron did, LeBron played crazy with him. Like, man, Kyrie crazy, let me play crazy with him. Maybe. And, you know, hey, you know what? Yeah, Kyrie, I can see that happening too. Yeah, man, I need societies. But that you're crazy. Looney Tunes, mm-hmm. but somehow LeBron was able to figure it out and to get the champ and get the uh, 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 NBA Finals and to win one with it. Okay, but they were three to one down. Yes, they that's were. What, that's what I'm saying. And it looked bad. It now, looked like all now, was lost. Now we know what, how, how Kyrie behaves, kind of behind the scenes. That's even more amazing. It is that LeBron came. They came back from three one down. It is, but if you put him in the right spot. He'll make a shot to win the game yes. and win the championship. He will. But we got to get him there you first. You got to get him to that spot. <laughs> we got to get him because if something yep. might come up, he might take, a, you know, take some t- uh, CTO choice time off. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't even, I, I don't even know why he would do at this joint. That's 20 years old, Skip. 20. You get ready to go to camp. What, they start camping, what, a couple of weeks? Mm. Now, yep. now people got to answer this. And to your point. Of all despicable humans. Thank you. To repo- of all. Of all. Of all. <sighs> Way to go, Kyrie. It's a tough one, guys. Several mm. different journalistic outfits have sent emails and requests to the Nets for comments. So far, that hasn't been returned. But media days are coming up. Rest assured, they'll be asked about there. Mm-hmm. Still to come here on Undisputed this morning, is Joe Burrow blazing a new path for quarterbacks? Whew. Skip and Shannon explain and deep dive mm. in. Coming up after this break. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Joe Burrow has not been afraid to speak his mind. According to USA Today, he's the only quarterback to speak out about gun control and abortion rights. The executive owner of Ohio Gun Owners told USA Today that many in the state are upset with Burroughs' stances. Shannon, what's your reaction? I love it because he's talking about things that are very, very important to him. I think sometimes, Skip, people think that because you're an athlete that you shouldn't have any, nothing else should matter other than the sport that you're playing. But he's more than that. These are issues that, and a lot of times people say, well, if it doesn't impact you, why do you care? Because I'm a citizen. I care about other citizens in America. 
And he's even in his hall of in his hall of fame, in his Heisman Trophy speech, Skip, he talked about poverty and the hunger in his native Ohio. And, and as Jen in, uh, mentioned mm -hmm. in the read about how he's been outspoken about gun control and Roe v. Wade. Mm -hmm. These are things that are close to him. And what we found out that when you take, when you you take stance on certain issues, you're gonna get blowback. No matter how worthy the cause is, the most hated man in America, a month before he died, the most hated man in the world was Dr. King. The man that's gotten more quoted, only God has gotten more quotes than Dr. King. Mm -hmm. Everybody quoted him. He got T-shirts everywhere. And he was despised because he spoke out about things that he saw in America that were wrong. And Ali after him, uh, same thing. Same thing. Mm -hmm. So, but to see a young white male, <laughs> so young, starting in his career, to take a stance on these issues, to be at the forefront, He's not piggybacking on someone else. He took the initiative himself and said, spoke out about this. Shows a lot, Skip. It, 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 it man, it's not, man, it's, it's, it takes a special type of person because he knows he's in Midwest. And the issue that he's talking about is at the heart in the Midwest. Don't talk about this. Don't talk about guns. Don't talk about Roe v. Wade because we've been trying to turn Roe v. Wade since they instituted, I think, in what, 72? So for 50 years, they've been trying to overturn it, and they finally got it overturned. And you're talking about this was wrong, and you talk, no, no, don't do that. And you know, don't, don't touch us. Don't you touch that Second Amendment. Stop talking. I think they referred to him as a Kaepernick. They did. Mm -hmm. So it, it, he wants to Kaepernick himself. Nah. Mm. There are issues that he sees that's going on that's not right with America. And for the longest time, people like Joe Burrow has been quiet. Those are the type of people that we need to speak out. Mm -hmm. See, we don't need allies, Skip. See, allies mean, see, we're allies with Great Britain. We're allies with a lot of countries. That means we got the same thing. I want an accomplice. You down for this? Hey, Skip, we about to do something at two something. You down? I'm down with you, bro. Mm. Don't say, hey, oh, I'll cover for you. No, 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 I need you right there at the forefront. Mm. Joe Burrow gonna get in them trenches with you. See, I like him. He, he can stand back and like, well, you know, guys, I don't really like to get into politics and it's just a hat. It don't mean anything. Mm. That's not Joey B. No. Joey B. I can rock with Joey B. <sighs> First off, I would like to applaud USA Today for doing this story. Mm -hmm. Josh Peter did a phenomenal job with this story. And then I would like to stand up in the middle of the table and applaud Joe Burrow for taking the stance that he has taken because this is flat out revolutionary. Yes. Never happened before. Obviously, Tom That's Brady is That's not what I'm, going I'm to about do. to ask you, and you'll, have you ever seen Ever, ever, ever especially with white star quarterbacks in this league, they're almost taught from their rookie year, you just can't. You can't. you got to protect your endorsements. you got to protect your, your, brand. Your, your brand and your investments. And you can't, can't, can't. Tom, no. Drew Brees, no. They're, they're just not. Aaron Rodgers is going to speak out on, on his causes that are all against the grain. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Okay, exactly. All right, but not, not these causes. Right. Name some that they, they won't do it. And this kid, and he's still a kid, he's risking a lot yes. in his home state of Ohio to do this because, as Jen mentioned, this Chris Dorr, the executive director of the Ohio Gun Owners, he goes on to say, if Joe starts taking a knee or if he starts continuing to hammer on gun rights and for gun control, if he starts doing rallies with gun control proponents, 
I think then you'll see the level of disdain for him get ratcheted up significantly. Well, you will. Yeah. And he, this, he just doesn't seem to care whatsoever. And then let me flip down to um, – this is uh, the, the, the Plains Club, where his hometown, paid for two historical markers in the town that read Home of Joe Burrow. And <clears throat> USA Today contacted a man named Bill Snyder, who's the president of the Plains Lions Club, and he said it's kind of unfortunate that different sports figures, not just Joey, but the, the number one, I think, is of LeBron James, they're preaching agendas that – I'm just not sure is the right thing for athletes to do. And the indication is that the Plains Lion Club is rethinking the, the two historical markers that, that they paid for. They, they might quietly disappear because he's shaming them because they don't believe in what he's espousing. Right. Right? Right. Okay. So he, he's risking here. Right. And I would say he's risking national TV commercials, but I I don't see him. Maybe I missed one. Is he on anything I that I can think of? I haven't of? seen one. Because I don't think he really cares no. about that. So <clears throat> the other quote came from Dr. Harry Edwards. Do you know Harry? I, I've, I've I know of him. I've, I've seen him a couple of times, okay. but I haven't well, had a the, conversation. He's the noted and highly respected sociologist, civil rights activist. Right who's been closely allied with the NFL for years and mm -hmm. years, and when you want a quote, the quote, the money quote, you go to Dr. Edwards. Right. He said of Joe Burrow, I like him. I love him, in fact. I admire his courage. I admire his insight. I admire his commitment. But don't tell me that this is going to change anything. Okay? I get that. And sad but true, you're probably right. You know why? Because what, what thanks, Skip. Okay, okay, he spoke but, out, and they already tried to take down a little, little monument they put up, okay. Skip. But, but please, please, at least hang on to the fact that we, we got a white quarterback yes. who's speaking out. Yes. It can't hurt, no. right? Maybe it will have a little bit of impact. Maybe it'll have building impact over time because – He's, he's got a powerful voice, and he's got a powerful platform. He's really good. Yes. He got to the Super Bowl last year. Skip, it's really hard to change someone's mind when they've already made their mind up about well, it. sure it is. Skip, yeah. they've already made their mind up about these issues. Mm -hmm. The way they feel about gun control, you're not changing one of those people's mind about gun control. They've already made their mind up about abortion. You're not changing their mind, Skip. Okay, I got it. Unless you get somebody sitting on the fence who thinks... How Joe Burrow thinks that? I don't know. It, it just in tiny little incremental ways over time, it's not a bad voice to have on your side. Yeah, right? I, I, there's no question about that, Skip. But something of this nature needs to impact someone that's in that position. Yep. You see, Skip, nobody that's been in that situation that the, the abortions, they don't think, I mean, for the most part, I guess they don't think anybody like them that that's a Republican has ever had an abortion or anything yep. like that or Something of this nature, Skip. So for me, the uh, the the gun violence, it really hadn't impacted it. You know, they 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 shoot up to kill all those gay people in Orlando, and they go to high school, and they just well, we need to arm the teachers. I just saw in Oklahoma, Skip. If you're a senior, you can break take a gun to school. We're asking kids to do what the Uvalde Police Department wouldn't do. Now they hear this, they hear this, hey, this AR-15 guarding them rounds dumping, yep. and they, everybody's standing down, they're checking their phone, they're drinking a cup of coffee, ain't nobody want to run in there. Mm. But they see a black guy on the phone, pow, 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 they, they, they shoot him 50 times. <laughs> now we got kids, Skip. Mm. You actually think, Skip, somebody that's trained to confront some, an armed suspect, yep. you think a teacher, you think a gunman, I mean a high school senior, it ain't doing that. No.
Okay, I hear you on all of the above. But Joe Burrow is speaking out even on other issues, mental illness yes. and, and food insecurity. Yes. And the anecdote that, that is central to this piece was when he was a 16-year-old junior quarterback in high school. They were a very good team. Mm-hmm. And on September 28th of 2013, they won a game. And Burrow the next day posted a scathing tweet accusing the opposing team of racism and targeting one of his black teammates. And the, the coach says he was out of his mind that night crying in the locker room trying to console the black teammate, saying, it's not right, but we're with you. We got your back. So, to me, his heart has always, oh, it's been, always in been in the, the right place. place yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He strikes you as a, as a, as a down-to-earth, a, a really level head, a really good dude. Yep. That's, how he come, that's how he comes across, Skip. Well, it won't get any easier for him. As no. you know, the, the easy way out is the way most of the star quarterbacks take because it's the path of least resistance. Right. Even Tom at the highest level, no, I'm not. And, and a lot of people say, thank you, because that's not your job. Right. But if you want to use your platform the way he is choosing to use his, the blowback is going to get hotter and hotter right. and hotter. Right. And, and you will suffer some for it because it will be hard for you to get endorsements if you so choose. But it doesn't seem like he's interested. But I just, well, if that's the case, Skip, half of the, all these politicians had other jobs. Nobody was just a politician. They graduated college and became a politician. They were doctors, lawyers, teachers, and this. So why didn't you stay in your profession? Why didn't you stay a doctor? Why didn't you stay a lawyer? Mm-hmm. Because you felt that there was something that needed to be changed, and you wanted to be able to get to a situation where you could change it. Go to Congress, House of Representatives, Senate, local, state level, or federal level. Okay, you wanted to change it. But athletes, mainly because they're really talking to us. They're really talking to black. Mm-hmm. That's who they're really talking to. They ain't talking to whites. Because for the longest time, white men didn't have to speak out on anything. Yep. We appreciate them joining. Agreed. I got it. So they were, they were really talking to black. When they say shut up and dribble mm-hmm. or shut up and throw the well, catch sure. the football, oh, they talking, talking to Joey B. No, got it. I got it. You're right. But he is shattering the mold to me. I like it. I and need to get me a Joey B jersey. Today. <laughs> well, seriously. I do. Yeah. I, got a, I got a Bengals helmet. Yeah. I do. Okay. I well, think I want to get one of the more white ones with the black stripes. Yeah. Well... And and the beauty of this is, he's not just some run of the mill. No, he, no, no, he, he legit. Back it up. Yeah, yeah, he legit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, his play. Yeah. And oh, and Skip, it's only. I mean, it's only now he, you know, be what we think he can become. It's only gonna get bigger. When you get that, you can't suppress it, because when you get to the NFL, Skip, and you great, they they can't suppress you. They can't suppress you. Your, your voice is too big. Too many people watch. Look at look at the, the, that's what the, that's what the uh, numbers show. Twenty five million watch the Cowboys game. Eighteen million, nineteen million watch the Rams Buffalo game. Mm-mm. He he in Cincinnati. Can you imagine if he was in a big major market? Mm. If he was in L.A., New York, how how amplified his voice would be? Yep, I agree. But in this league, I- any platform is, is still big. Yeah, no matter what the, the thirty two, it still works. Congratulations. Kudos yeah. to him. Kudos to you, Joe. Agreed. He comes from an awesome family, gentlemen. His dad is one of the classiest best men I have ever met. All right. Baker Mayfield, guys. You think he'll get his first win as a Panther this no, weekend? No, unfortunately, That's coming no. up on the other side of this break. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. 
They have tons of innovative products, like Venom heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Over to Carolina, Baker Mayfield looking for his first win as a Panther against the Giants Sunday on Fox. Carolina finds themselves right underdogs, one and a half points against New York. Shannon, who do you think wins and what's the score? I'm going to take the Giants. I really like the Giants' defense. They did an outstanding job. They held the Tennessee Titans at 3 or 13 on third down, held Derrick Henry under four yards of carry. Um, and so I like what they do. Their defense is really good, underrated, doesn't have household names, but they, they're very, very sound. And they get Kayvon Thibodeau possibly back this week, who's a pass rusher, very high draft pick out of the University and of Morgan. he would qualify as a household name, right? <laughs> uh, not yet. Not well, yet. I, I, I think people know who he is. They're yeah, but all he, eyes. Yeah, but he hadn't done a whole lot. So we oh. got we to make sure you do what you're okay. supposed to be doing in the NFL, not just college. I don't trust Baker on the road. I don't trust him at home. I don't trust him in his backyard. It does not matter. He's average, and he's below average on the road. Mm. So with that being said, I expect them to, you know, give us at least one pick, mm. fumble another time. So we're going to get two turnovers from him, and we're going to win 1916. I'm saying really? we could, yep, yep, yep. And Saquon, I like Saquon. Mm. I'm not saying he's going to go for 164, but I like, I, I, I like what I saw from old Saquon. He's two years removed from the ACL. Mm. Look good. Really? Red with power, red with speed, elusiveness. We know he can catch the ball. Mm. Yeah, mm. I, like, I like it. I like I the like Giants. I like it, I like it, Once upon a time, if memory serves, average Baker Mayfield went on the road to Pittsburgh against their arch rival in what was called a playoff. I think it was a playoff game. That's what they called it. a long, long time yeah. ago in a land far, far and, away. And QBR says he had a 91 on a scale of 0 to 100. And would you believe Cleveland won its first playoff game mm-hmm. since 1994 that long, day long, in Pittsburgh? Long, long, long really? time ago. Huh. Long, long time ago. It, it wasn't that long yeah, it ago, was, it actually. was. Yeah, it was just – When last time he run a world game? Huh? When last time, Skip? When's the last time he's healthy? I don't know. Whoa, 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 whoa. Now nah, he ain't healthy. Yeah, no, he's totally healthy. Well, he ain't going to win one. He's 1,000. So he's going to be healthy Sunday? This team is going to get healthier on Sunday because it's going to go up to New York and win the game against the Giants because Baker Mayfield is just better than Daniel Jones. Even you would admit that as yeah. the president of the Baker haters. He society, is better. Right? But he have a, but 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 I like the Giants defense. Put two, you know what? Why are you over there talking? You you doing too much talking hyping. Put two cases on it. Okay. I, I think we already did. Oh, we did? Yeah. Okay, that's what I wanted to hear. Yeah, I'm, I'm just making I'm sure. Salivating. Confirm already. So this is confirmed. This is confirmed. It's confirmed. Okay, thank you. Christian McCaffrey will have at least as much impact on this game, in this game, as Saquon will. And and I think you would agree with me. Just an overall impact, C-Mac is right there with Saquon. Yeah. I can show you the numbers, right, over time. Yes. And, again, C-Mac is supposedly 1,000% healthy. I couldn't tell last Sunday because they did not utilize Yeah, because him. Baker was throwing picks all over the place, fumbling the ball. Throwing picks? I, he threw one. Should have had two. Yeah, uh, well – Mahomes should have had five. <laughs> DJ Moore will be the best receiver on the field. And I don't think that's arguable. He he just will be because I love him. Don't they got a Dory Jackson? Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, DJ, DJ will be the best receiver on the field. And I believe the Carolina defense is 
at least equal to the New York Giants defense, and I have respect for it. But I think you're going to find out slowly but surely the Carolina defense is legit because there is a Jeremy Chin at the back end, and then there's a J.C. Horn, and then there's a Brian Burns. And do I need to go on? Because they got, I don't know, four or five Pro Bowl possibilities on that defense for which you have no respect. All I know is that with my own two eyes, I just recently, just last Sunday, I watched Baker Mayfield throw for 155 yards just in the fourth quarter, the money quarter. He brought them all the way back to a 24-23 to lead over the Cleveland Browns, his ex-team. And they did everything but win the game because the refs stole it right no, out. No, 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 well, no, you no, know no, it and no, I know no, it. No, it was no, highway no. robbery because Brian Burns did not rough Jacoby he Brissett. He did, he did. He did. And Jacoby Brissett definitely did commit intentional grounding <clears throat> because he fake spiked and retreated and then decided, ooh, maybe I better spike well, it. That's called intentional grounding. All of a sudden, 10-second runoff, Cleveland is forced to try a, a record 68-yard field goal. I believe goal. he'd have nailed it. I he believe he'd yeah, split the uprights. The kid out of LSU. Yeah. Okay, really, the rookie. Okay, mm-hmm. he would have split that. He he didn't split, but but he hooked it home from 58 yeah. yards. So I give you that. But 68, he's going to try to reach back for a little too much, and we're going to get a snap hook. No. Or we're going to get it blocked. Uh, Something's going to go wrong, was, and I'm going to win. He had that bend like Beckham on you. Yeah. You just thought when he hooked, put that thing about five feet outside the upright. Well, I thought it was pushed right. That's what I thought for a split second, but he had a big Rory McIlroy hook Yes! On right inside the upright, and you survived, and you won, but I won a moral victory because Baker Mayfield, they got to be feeling real good about what they saw in the fourth quarter. What about what they saw in the first three quarters? Yeah. 106 yards with a pick. Hmm. Baker Mayfield did this despite having only 54 yards rushing to back him up. Well, I would like to see that get way up closer to 100 yards, and I believe they can. It don't, it don't matter. But, but if he, what you said is, I mean, the really great ones, sometimes they don't have the running game. They find ways. Okay, well, he found a way to get to 24-23. He found a way to look that lost. Somewhere up in your palatial estate up in Bel Air, you're on the floor. I you're already you're know. on the floor. It's Baker. You yeah. already know how the story's going to end. I mean, come on, Skip Bayless. You were horrified. Proud of training. You were petrified. Let me ask you a question. You were mortified. You, you know, and I know, you thought it was over, that Baker Mayfield had done you in. No. Yep. I felt good. Oh, did you really? I felt really good. Because yeah. it's Baker. I already know how this is going to end. I've seen yeah. this movie several times. Baker doesn't play defense, though. Oh, uh, nah, he don't play defense. Yeah. It was his defense that kept him in the ball game. Okay. No, actually, I, it was Jacoby Brissett that kept him in the ball game because he was good and terrible. Okay, well, I will take good and terrible Jacoby Brissett over bad and terrible Daniel Jones any day or any but night. But Daniel Jones is at home. Okay, well, way to go. You can be at home. Yeah, I can tell you got a little little fear in your this voice is not about there. This is not about Daniel Jones because yeah. I have you no You realize problem. you just bet two cases on Daniel Jones. I it bet, is about him. I bet, I, bet, I, bet, I bet two cases on that Giants defense. Mm. The G-men, they know for defense. The G-men are known for G-men defense. Known for defense. Yeah, LT you, you, and Banks. You realize and L- Bill Parcells Harris. is no longer there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Stray. Yeah, they Stray. Know for defense. Oh, they're known for defense. Mm-hmm. Brian Dayball, he's a defensive wizard, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a new day and a new dawn for the. And they, I think they, go, I think they gonna have them throwback helmets, the one they got Giants on the yeah, side. Yeah, oh, y'all really, you got this? Yep. Really? <sighs> Want to make it three? Nope. Okay. I'm staying with two. Okay. I like I like a good even number with I this I love one. Shannon Sharp betting on Daniel Jones. That's when I know I got it. No, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be disappointed again. 
Two more losses. Baker, Baker, touchdown, Maker. Cowboys. Ooh, the Cowboys mm. and Baker. Yeah. Oh, don't let Tom break. Mm. Uh, you, oh, you're going to be destroyed. And by the way, you gave me the point and a half. Right? Oh, no, no, well, no, Well, they're, they're no, a point no. and a half dog on the road. Why would Baker Mayfield be an underdog to Daniel Jones? Uh, well, you just said Daniel Jones some sloth. Well, since the home team should get three points. Exactly. It's actually not three. It's Ex just one and a half. Exactly. So Vegas is telling you. We kind of like Baker in this game. They don't kind of like Baker. Mm. If they'd have kind of like Baker, they'd have made Baker the favorite. <laughs> they didn't do that. Yeah, maybe by game time, the smarts be out there. The sharps will be betting on Baker. I bet they won't. Yeah. I bet I come in here Monday with two cases from you. I bet you're wrong. <laughs> you're going to be another I love it over when three. Push the chips to the middle of the table. <laughs> yeah. We will find out. It's going to be a here. great football weekend. We are. We are. It's only week two. Yep. All right. And week two started last night. Chiefs rallying back from a deficit. Should we Rally be impressed up. or disappointed by Very. Patrick Mahomes last night? We'll explain. We'll dive in on the other side of this break. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Patrick Mahomes had 235 passing yards and two touchdowns in that 27-24 win over the Chargers last night. Some on Twitter were calling Pat Mahomes lucky because he got one interception called back because of a penalty and another overturned in replay. Shannon, you call him my homeboy. This is your guy. Give Mahomes a letter grade for last night. I gave him an A minus. A minus? Yeah, because there's not a stat for almost interceptions. There's not a stat for dropped interceptions. There's not a stat for, oh, the referees bailed him out. There isn't a stat for that, but there is a stat for wins and losses. And my homeboy has more wins than losses. You know he's won eighty percent of his eighty percent of his starts. Kill yeah. is that good? Highly impressive. Oh, that, no, that doesn't have that. anything to do uh, with his grade last night. Oh, so last, did he win? Two touchdowns, big time throws. Only a handful of quarterbacks in the history of the game could have made those throws. He made them last night in the same game. See the note because what is Mahomes, Mahomes has done is because his play has been exemplary in his very brief career. That's the expectation. That's the bar that he's set for himself. He's cleared a height that very few have ever cleared in their entire career, and he's cleared it so, so easily so soon. So now if he doesn't go out there and throw for 350 and four touchdowns, he doesn't throw for 500 yards, well, he had an off game. All these other quarterbacks, it used to be he didn't have his best stuff, but he found a way to win. That's what Mahomes did. Now that's a knock on Mahomes. It's never a knock on Tom. Because all he does is, Tommy, he threw for 40 yards and a touchdown. He had a game-winning drive. Or he did this. He did that. That's the, that's the expectations we make for every other quarterback other than Mahomes. Mm. He won. He didn't turn the ball over. He has seven touchdowns, 595 yards, zero turnovers. Mm. How many other quarterbacks in the NFL has done that? Right now. So, after two, so let me ask you a question. After two weeks, how many quarterbacks will have seven touchdowns 595 yards or more, and zero turnovers. That was not the question. The question was letter grade for last night. A minus. A two touchdowns, minus. no turnovers. 235 yards, He and he was 
A minus. A minus. No turnovers. Zero. Zero turnovers. And I'm going to give Shannon Sharp an F for his feeble attempt to try to overprotect his man Mahomes. There's nothing to protect, is there? You know, given how you come out here day after day and gush about and glorify Mahomes, boy. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes is way overrated. Given the, the bar you set for him, he's way overrated because again and again, he falls short of your hype. And last night, he fell woefully short because the truth is, the truth is, that game had 31 to 7 Chargers written all over it. What, 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 it did. Hey, it was written all over it because. If you look at time of possession, it's 34 to 26 visiting team. Yeah, yeah, that's If it. you look at plays run, it's 74 for the visiting team to 54 for Mahomes boy. Yeah, I see that. I How see do that. you survive that? How did Patrick Mahomes get away with the interceptions he threw? You were well, talking no, about no, no, lucky. He was all time lucky. They're not interceptions. Okay, but again, QBR should take into account. The, the three interceptions that you ought, you should have thrown, that you did throw. You no, threw interceptions, they just didn't what, what intercept them. So, so, so who had the better QBR? Ba- barely Mahomes, 67-64. Neither anything to write home about, neither of those. Because he was average, which is why I'm, I'm going to be nice to him today. I'm going to give him a C-plus because that's what Eight he deserves. Okay? He made one spectacular shortstop throw. I immediately tweeted about that. That's, that's a shortstop throw. Well, how many guys going to throw the ball 40 yards and not on the ground? Okay, I got it. And he made one throw to Justin Watson, whom Brady finally rejected in Tampa Bay. And I think J.C. Jackson is thinking, there is no way he can run past me. And, and he, he ran past him. And what about the catch? Okay. What about the throw that's on the money? Both feet off the ground, 41-yard dot. Mm. He okay. got something that Brady couldn't get out of him. Okay. He did. Uh, I, okay, I got it. Now let's see what, oh, man, what the young cornerback whose father played in this league for the, the visiting team last night, he got hit in the hands twice by Patrick Mahomes. If yeah. we could see these two plays, please, and see what didn't happen to Asante Samuel Jr. This is the first one, and it hits him right in the hands. And if he had caught it cleanly, they had to review it because it looked like they, he had caught it. And here's the second one. That th- These are pick six throws. Both of them are pick sixes because if he catches the first one cleanly, he's got a convoy. He's got four <laughs> defenders but, around him. He's still running. He's doing a somersault into the end zone. But it, and it, with that one, it, that's a 103-yard pick six right there. It's right in his hands. It's an incompletion. Okay. And then late in the game, I don't even know who Mahomes is throwing to. He throws it to Kyle Van Noy, and he's lucky that it's Kyle Van Noy because he's not capable well, of catching Well, that's why he threw it. It hit him right in the hands. It just hit him right in the hands. If Kyle Van Noy can catch, you play tight end. Okay. Well, he's not a tight end. Exactly. He's a pass so he rusher, and he's zone blitzing. Thank and you. And he drops back into coverage, and I'm looking around. I can't even see a red shirt in sight. I don't, I don't see anybody. I don't he, know what he he's throwing looking, to. He didn't see him. He didn't see him try to uh, fit it in with, with okay. Kelsey. And there are three or more th- through other throws that I could bring up. In so this I, game I just want to make where he'll just throw it up for grabs. I'm saying, Patrick, what are you thinking? So, so I want so so I want to make sure I'm hearing you correct. Patrick Mahomes is the only guy that over the course of a season that's going to put the ball up and guys drop it, drop interception. We just saw Brady last. We just saw Brady last week do it. We mm-hmm. see quarterbacks every single week. Put the ball in harm's way, and he say, "If only the DB had caught it. If only." Well, they didn't catch it. Okay, but those are three outrageously bad throws Skip, it doesn't know that, it. that that aren't even close to being caught by his receiver. They should have been caught by the defender it in all three cases. They they weren't. 
So we can't go by what should have happened, what did happen. What what my eyes told me, that was a C-plus performance by a guy you have picked to win this year's MVP. That's right, and he's well on his way with seven touchdowns and zero picks in two games. Can I interest you in that? Who else has – so at the end of two weeks, who else is going to have seven touchdowns? I, I just wasn't impressed with him last night. You okay. never impressed with okay. him. He'll he'll make a cut. I sometimes I am. The man, Skip, you got to realize I was I, I, we, we was on we was on the air. The man went fifty touchdowns and five thousand yards, and you weren't impressed because you say he lost to Tom Brady, even though he wasn't on the field when Tom Brady scored. He comes back the following year and he goes to and he wins the Super Bowl, and you still wasn't impressed. If you can't be impressed with five thousand and fifty, okay. Do you remember what happened in the Super Bowl? Late they won. Late, That's the, what I late in the third quarter, he throws a pick. And they're they're down what ten at that point, and then he turns right around early in the fourth quarter and he throws another pick. And I'm thinking, you guys are dead. But guess who was on the other side? Can I, Jimmy G. Can I, can it's I, like having Daniel Jones. You, All of a sudden, you got a chance. You it's rem- Jacoby Brissett. You, you, you got a chance. You remember in that Super Bowl in which Tom Brady came back 28-3? There was a pass that he threw over the middle to Julian Edelman. Edelman caught it, but it should have been picked. Okay, I'll give you that. Okay, I, I'm not saying it should have been picked, but it shouldn't have been caught. That, it should have been picked. Because the ball went through. Because you got to realize the defender hit it first. The defender won that popped it up in there. By the way, late in the second quarter, Brady threw one that got pick six. Okay. He got run all the way back. Oh, and, and the great and the start of the dynasty, mm-hmm. the tuck rule. Yeah. Okay. I give you all the above. All he's done is win seven Super Bowls. That should have been went, nine. He wouldn't have gone on and won that one. So who's to say that would have happened had he not gotten that one? Skip, you can't. You, you realize in the fourth quarter in overtime See? against the Atlanta Falcons, he threw for 244 yards. Okay, in the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter, what did Mahomes do? Did Mahomes throw a touchdown? Mm-hmm. Okay, then in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. In the fourth quarter. And then he turned right around and threw it. Did he? To did, that kid. What did he throw it? What What happened? Did, did, did the defender catch it? Dropped interception. It happens. Okay, they should have been so behind. They were down 17 to seven when he threw the first one. To Asante Jr. It, and and it, it it should have been 24, and then that one should have made it 31 to how seven. Many, Skip, how many times we see it in all sports? The guy hit the pop the ball up, and the guy drops it, and the next play he gets a base hit, and he hits it over the fence. In basketball, almost a turnover, and the next day you know the guy drains a shot. It happens in sports. Stop trying to make things that it only happens that Mahomes is the only guy that's gotten lucky. The guys have dropped interceptions against mm. him. We know that's not the tr- the okay. case. Yeah, you call him the baby goat. You say he's on course, on par. Yes! He, 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 he can pull this off. Yes! He, he ultimately can be better than Brady. No, I, I'm saying, Skip, I'm saying there's a chance that the numbers, I'm not saying that I don't believe anybody's going to get, in my lifetime, will get to and win seven Super Bowls. But I'm saying the passing yardage, he just has to stay healthy because if you look at it, his projection, he's so far ahead of what Brady was at the same time. So he's ahead by at least what? Probably 30 touchdowns of what Brady was at the same time in their career. Okay, but he's in a flying circus offense where it's just bombs away. Throw it where you want to throw it. Okay. And I don't care what you say, that was a C-plus performance. And my, big, my biggest takeaway was he's spreading the wealth, and he's gloating about it after yes. the game. I'm, I'm going to spread around. Every, he got nine receivers involved. He threw to ten different receivers. That's what he do. But he doesn't have Tyree. Right. 
it's going to haunt him. Let me ask you a question. How many, how many 203-yard first-half games you think Tyree's going to have with Tua? First quarter. For, yeah, yeah. For, he had, for, yeah. So how many of those games you think he's going to have? How many 180-yard, 11-catch, uh, three-touchdown games like he had against Philly? Okay. How many I, games I, you I think Tyree's going to have like that? I got it. It takes two to tango okay, the way they tango. Yeah. And they tangoed at the highest level. But in this case, it's, it's going to get harder and harder because last night the Chargers just said, you, you can't have Kelsey. You, you can force it to him, and he got his five for 51. But you can't just say, no, I, you can't just feed the beast. How many defenses is going to be as good as the Chargers that they're going to face? How many are going to have a Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa and have a J.C. Jackson, a Sante Samuel, Derwin James? How many, how many defenses are going to have that? I don't know, three or four probably. Okay. Right. So what about the other 13? They're in okay. trouble then, huh? No, but you're going to miss Tyreek. You were in trouble without Tyreek because he was the all-time game changer I've ever seen. Skip, I we... used to think Bob Hayes changed the game. Th- this kid was changing the game the way Bob Hayes changed Skip, the game. But, he is uncoverable. But we knew that. We knew Patrick Mahomes was going to spread the wealth. He even said, I'm sorry, fantasy owners, but if you, take any, you take any of my receivers, it's going to be a week-to-week thing. They're not going to be... I don't have a receiver that I can go to and count on, but Kelsey. Yep. And when they take him away, you're going to have to go to Juju. You're going to have to go to Valdez Scanlon. You're going to have to go to some of these other guys. Okay. McCole Harmon. Okay, I got it. Now you're going to see more and more that Andy Reid spoiled this young man rotten. He let him get away with so much terrible footwork, dangerous passes, sidearm, no look, behind the back, between the legs. Andy loves it because it helps Andy polish his offensive genius. I picked this kid, and I, boy, I let him go. Skip. I let him have his great head. Get away with stuff okay. like that. I know, but over time, when you don't have Tyreek, when you have only Kelsey as one big-time receiver, you're going to have to be more careful with the football. You're going to have to be more accurate. He Your is. footwork is going to have to be better, or over time it's going to catch up. 73%. Okay. So he completed 73% of his passes right now. Okay. Well, he played a bad team at Arizona. I told you they were not going to be Well, I'm talking about the, is, uh, is the Chargers a bad team? No. Okay, not. then. Okay. Did he beat them? Okay. I don't know how he did. He did it. Justin Herbert finally beat them. Oh, that well, Justin Herbert. Get him well, a credit. Huh? Get him a credit. Them throws. You talk about Tom Brady could have made those throws. Game minus. Tom well, he Brady could have made the one to Justin Watson. Tom Brady ain't throwing no forty-one yards with both feet off the ground. Stop it! Hell, he can barely throw forty-one yards with both feet on the ground. Yeah, you know why? Because it, it works no matter how you do it. Hey, thank you. Yeah. So why you all upset that my hard work is scrambling? You see, he dropped down like that. I thought that was Ozzy Smith throwing that ball to mm-hmm. the first base. Mm-hmm. You see, how he did that. I saw <laughs> you do that little side. I told you he's a shortstop, and it and it worked. Yeah. You know who I enjoyed watching last night, gentlemen? Clyde Edwards Hilaire. He got going in yeah. both the passing yeah. and the running game. Longest run of his NFL career, 52 yards. It was good. All right. Should Shannon be worried about his AFC pick, the Chargers, nope. after last night? Let's dive into Justin Herbert when we come back. That's next. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. 
Justin Herbert passed for 334 yards, three touchdowns, and then that really expensive pick six in the Chargers' 27-24 loss. Herbert also suffered a rib injury in the fourth quarter. Now, he did finish the game, and head coach Brandon Staley says his quarterback's going to be just fine. But Shannon, that's a lot there. Did Justin Herbert make you feel better or worse last night about you picking the Chargers to win the AFC? I feel really good. I feel better. Um, because I think the thing is, Keenan Allen is a big part of their offense, Skip. He moved the change and chains, and he's a tremendous in the red zone. They lost their starting center, Corey Lindsay, in the second half. Um, they just need to run the ball a little better, but I have no, I have, I've lost no confidence in Justin Herbert. Had the rib injury, and we see the throw that he made on, four, on fourth and two, that shot down the middle against two man. Only a handful of quarterbacks can make that throw, Skip, given the circumstance in which he was under. And so for me, uh, yeah, the, the the big mistake probably ended up costing them the ball game, but they're loaded. Mike Williams is for real. So just imagine Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, which he didn't have Keenan last night. You still have a Khalil Mack, although he uh, he had a half a sack. Joey Bosa is very disruptive. Derwin James, they got guys at three different levels that can go get the quarterback. They're not going to play a Patrick Mahomes and a Chiefs offense every single week. Mm. So they're going to be able to get home and do a lot more damage. I like this. I like this football team. They're only going to get better. Now they get ten days off to rest that injury. Don't know the severity of that injury with Herbert, but I believe he'll be good to go next Sunday. I feel good. I feel real good about the mm. Chargers. I must admit, I was impressed. They were better than I thought. They should have won this game <laughs> handily. They should have won it going away. Uh, he made Justin Herbert three or four throws where you just sit back and say, whoa, that, that's just too good. Yep. His coach stood up after the game and just soliloquized and raved about him and said there's nobody like him. I'm not sure about that. I, there is still that 45-year-old guy down he can't in see, he, can't, he can't see neither one of them guys right really? there, though. Can't that's see. a whole day. He can't see Skip, what he's done, he's done. But they're better than he is right now. It's, it's, Skip, it's just okay. They're just not. It is. It is okay, you, though. You realize that the players in the National Football League in the NFL's top 100 voted Tom Brady the best player. But and it wasn't me. some career achievement award. Yes, well, it's for right here, right now. He's 45. Now. It, it, no. it, it's more to do about his age. Mm. Because the mere fact that they voted Patrick Mahomes eighth lets you know they have no – and everybody, come on, stop it. Mm. You know good and well Patrick Mahomes is not the eighth best player in the NFL. Last year, Patrick Mahomes was graded 13th best in the league by Pro Football mm -hmm. Focus in his overall regular season performance. 13th best. Tom Brady was number Let one. Let me ask you a question. Tom Brady's better. I'll, I'll take him any day or any night over your guy had more. Your guy, did your guy have more interceptions than uh, Mahomes? Which guy? Brady. So let me ask you a question. Which would you rather have, three turnover-worthy plays or one turnover play that ends up picking it? Because that's what pro football focus. They say the three turnover-worthy plays are worse than the one turnover. On what, in what situation? All I know for sure is that your guy, you got a new guy, Justin Herbert, is now 16 and 18 as a starting quarterback. Yeah. I see the firepower. I see the arm strength. I see some athletic ability. I'm not sure about the intangibles. I'm not sure if he's that guy. He hasn't shown me that yeah, guy we, yet, and you even admitted to start the show today. Sometimes you're just not sure about No, no, no. He, he, the turtle, Skip, the guy's 24. Okay. Is see, he that guy? You see, sure? The thing is, is that because Brady had done one so early, if you don't do this, you know, come on, Skip. Mm. 
That's an anomaly. 102 years. Mm. Only one quarterback has won, has won uh, the Super Bowls and had such success early like Brady. And he wasn't asked to do what Justin Herbert is asked to do. Mm. He's not asked to do what Mahomes mm. and Burrow and all these young quarterbacks, and you know it. Well, the, now that you put Justin Herbert on call in the spotlight, you are saying he's going to lift his team into the Super Bowl. I'm watching very closely. Watch it. Okay. Watch it. Watch what it does. It's going to be your fault. Oh, it's going to be my fault. <laughs> and my homeboy. You already Next know. Next up, guys, the Chargers and Justin Herbert face the Jaguars at home after that 10-day rest, Shannon. What do you think will happen? All right. So to come, Trevor did Moore. Michael Jordan just take another step ahead of LeBron in the uh, go argument? You, We're going to get into that. You don't want to miss it. Coming up next. Michael Jordan game-worn jersey from game one of the 98 NBA Finals sold for guess how much? A record 10.1 million at an auction house. Shannon, can you see a LeBron jersey going for more than that? Absolutely. I just saw LeBron James, a Jordan, uh, a LeBron James rookie card go for 5.2 million last year. What do you think the jersey that he breaks Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's scoring record will be worth? What do you think the chase down block and coming back from 3-1 championship, what do you think that jersey is worth, Skip Bayless? I have no idea because we're talking about game one of 1998. It was only 24 years ago. Oh, you, it was game one. I was there in Utah. Would you believe the Bulls lost the game? Yeah. Jordan had 33, but the Bulls lost. It's just game one. What do you think game six jersey yeah. would go for? Oh, 50 million? The question was not what game it was. Do you believe there's an article of clothing that LeBron James will go for more than what that 10.1? And I said, yes, the jersey in which he breaks Kareem's record in will go for more than that. The jersey that he wore in the chase down will go for more than that. Okay, but, but we're, we're talking about just 24 years ago for one Michael Jordan jersey in the finals of game one. Yes. It's, it's obscure. It, it's, it's not even relevant to what he accomplished. A 5.1, a $5.2 million for a rookie card. Okay. Well, Mickey Mantle went the, the other day in 1952. Mickey Mantle went for what? 12.6. Yeah. Okay. That's 19, so hop 52. So that's 70 years ago. Okay. So what would that, so in 50 years from now, what would that rookie card of LeBron go for? Okay. But we're, we're not talking about a Bill Russell jersey from 1957, his first finals, or a Jerry West jersey from his first finals in 62, or the Kareem Oscar jersey from a, a finals in 1971. We're, we're, we're talking about fairly recent history, and we're talking about, once again, demonstrating the power of the greatest of all so, time. So, so, hold on. LeBron hadn't even had the jersey on there when he breaks Kareem record. No. So, so what's going to happen, Skip? I'm not sure it will go for that much. What? Who cares? What? No, seriously. I can't believe you said that. Well, you well, everybody, you everybody talking, know what they're doing. No, we're talking about the GOAT here. You know, you know who the GOAT is. I don't know. The one that got the horn. The, the that wrote the wrap around. No, oh, big horn. cares about Oh, big horn, like big this. horn GOAT. Yeah, mountain okay. GOAT. Who has the bigger mystique? Who, who, who has... The, the the more or the greater aura. Well, it's it's got to be the shoes. It's the guy with the I'm shoes. I'm saying that the question was, Jen asked me, do you believe the uh, LeBron jersey will go for more than the 10.1? I answered in okay. the affirmative. If you had a signed Jordan jersey from game six in 1998 in which he held the pose hitting the game-winning shot, 
that that's going to break all the records. There's nothing LeBron could put to auction. No article of clothing could be put to auction that would top that. Let me ask you a question. Do you have anybody else hit a game-winning shot in an NBA Finals? How many players will own that, that most points in NBA history record? Okay. So? Just so. So? That's a great argument. He's still not Jordan. That's just a longevity record. Ah! People aren't as into it as you are. Whoa. It's just because he played 25 years. Ah! So I don't know. Don't be that. Don't be hey, Skip. Huh? It's going to happen. I just hope you're around to see it. It's going to happen. It's going to go for 20 million. It's going for 25 million. You're going to be sick. <laughs> going up all over. Great show, guys. But we are out of time. Hope everybody has a fabulous weekend. And we'll see you right back here on Monday.